Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to Wasted Content. Episode 23. He fucking My practices. Is... You fucking practice it. <laughs> I got it. Okay, I got yeah, it. My, My name bad. is Anthropos. I'm Ozymandias. Fuck yeah. And today in studio, we have uh, many guests joining us. And we have a very special guest joining us from up north. We have... This is the rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> we have Anakin. Say hello, sir. Hey, hey, hey. This is Anakin. <laughs> All right. This is Assface. And Orgasmo. Fuck yeah, you guys. Holy shit. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for guys. joining us. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, man. We got a very, very special fucking episode today. We are actually going to be fucking cracking open the 12 Days Collection from the brewery. Fuck yes. So this is something that they just released. Uh, they, they just did the 12 Drummers Drumming. Yeah. And that closes... The 12-year series of their Christmas uh, beers. 12 years in the making, dude. Yes, Holy sir. Holy shit. And uh, a little special treat to a lot of their uh, fans. They did 2019 release of each and every one of them. So we got that motherfucking box. We got it in-house today, and we're going to be going through all 12 of those motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So Turn for a fucking treat. Let's go ahead and get this shit started. We're going to start with a partridge in a pear tree. This is a Belgian-style quadruple ale. It comes in at 11% ABV. And I do want to mention that these motherfuckers over at the brewery uh, kind of fucking jipped us a little bit, just uh, a little bit. I feel a little just fucking <laughs> raped in the ass. They misled, if nothing else. I'm, I'm going to say that. There's nothing on the fucking site that says these were 12.7 um, ounce No, we were bottles. expecting fucking bombers from yeah. this fucking case. We were expecting 750 milliliters of each one of these guys. So when we saw the price on this, we were like, holy fuck, that's a steal. Uh, I would never, ever again pay that much for a 12-pack ever in my life. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, these beers are going to have to be amazing, but I feel like we were just in expecting bombers since that's all they've ever released over the past 12 years. And to have a collection of the past 12 years, you would kind of assume they would keep, you know, in their same fashion. But no, misled. Yep, yep. So we're just going to go ahead and get this started. Uh, let's go with the first pour, man. Fucking A, dude, what the? This is ridiculous, bro. <laughs> Each of us is getting like three fucking... No, dude, no, yes. It's like two and a half. It's like two and a half ounces of each fucking one of these beers. All right, fuck it. Let's see what we got here. Fuck it. Cheers, man. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. 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 How much to the nose on this one? Not a lot on the nose. Uh, that that sweetness that's expected of a, of a Belgian is coming through a bit. I smell yeast, um, which is definitely typical of this style of beer. Dick, bro. Uh, what's up? Watch your fucking cock. <laughs> 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 well, he keeps trying to suck it. And he should at least watch it. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I really like it. It is, it is a little yeah. more uh, refreshing 
uh, you know, this is like definitely a lighter beer. I think it's a good way to start off. Hopefully, you know, the, as a 12 uh, per C, you know, I think uh, they keep getting a little bit stronger, a little more flavorful. Hopefully, I don't know, but this is a nice way to start. Yeah, this is definitely a beautiful beer. Uh, there's um, there's quite a few different takes um, throughout the case. Uh, a lot of them are definitely going to be Belgian style. A lot of them are going to be dark ales. Um, so you're going to expect something similar, but each one is going to have a little bit of a twist. And then they did throw in a, a couple of them that are uh, a special. I know that there's a stout in there. Uh, I know that there's a golden ale in there somewhere, but um, a, a real nice start to uh, to the 12 days uh, package here. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, pretty well-rounded. It's got a medium body to it. It's a little bready. Definitely, um, Overall, yes. it's very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. <laughs> More enjoyable. I like it. I like the taste sort of on the back of the uh, on the, my tongue here. It's like, it is bready. I think that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's a good fucking adjective. Great description, yeah. Absolutely. Um, a little bit of like, um, a little bit of like of car- caramel sweetness to it as well. Uh, definitely a very sweet beer. Uh, no booze coming through for an 11 percenter. That's nope. a that's a beautiful um, that that's a great uh, achievement to not have booze on an 11 percenter. And um, let's go ahead and get these uh, uh, read off too. I, I totally forgot to read off a little bit on the label here. Don't make uh, me read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, we'll we'll each do a little bit Fuck. of reading uh, today. So I got partridge in a pear tree is brewed in the style of a Belgian style quadruple ale with dark candy sugar, Munich and Vienna malts. Dark, fruity, and complex with a rich malt backbone. This simple yet immensely complex ale is meant to be savored and shared. Beautiful. So that's exactly what we're doing here, gentlemen. Right on. Did he say eunuch? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, no, this is definitely giving like a candy cane flavor to me. As it starts candy to, cane? yeah, like as it starts what to the develop. Fuck this candy, candy. Yeah, no. are you fucking this candy. Yeah. Like the the sweetness of it, the the kind of sugar that you're mm. getting, it's kind of like what you would taste on a candy cane. Like it's not okay. like a, like straight sugar. It's kind of like a little bit more. Uh, like a molasses uh, candy cane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, let's go. <laughs> if that's the thing, yeah. I kind of got like uh, you know that kind of caramel that you have in flan. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. It's okay. like, oh, it's that kind of caramel you have at the bottom of the flan. It's like, like burnt sugar. It's yeah, great. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly it, sir. Uh, I would actually, I wouldn't mind making a flan and then pouring some of this motherfucker on top oh, of it. God, <laughs> good, yeah. Hey, the brewery, fucking listen up, bro. You got to make some fucking flan Belgian quadruple. Also, Constellation Brewing Company uh, uh, wasted content is still for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Only a billion dollars, guys. <laughs> Come on, you could turn around and sell that shit for like, um, like ninety percent of a loss, guys. Ninety percent of a loss. I'm glad you still think of yourself like you know, still worth a hundred thousand. You know, at least, at least. Uh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> at least. Uh, I don't think any of us are good at math no, here. No, 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 it's yeah. not, dude. A hundred thousand. It's a, it's a million. <laughs> at least a million. <laughs> Yeah, dude. So, so uh, we spoke about it um, uh, on the previous podcast, and I'm just going to clarify this for our guest Anakin because he doesn't listen. Fucking because if he listened, <laughs> because if he listened, he actually wouldn't be here. <laughs> nice. So we, ignorance we, is bliss, I guess. I, well, that's an argument that we've kind of touched on here. Okay. And if you'd like, you can go ahead and uh, uh, tell us your position on that. On my, ignorance is bliss. My position on ignorance being bliss? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think a bit, yeah. I would say that it is. Uh, if you can think about 
you know, just think, uh, I think there's a saying that less, the more, you, oh, sorry, the more you know, the less you know. Okay. okay. And I could definitely tell that you know less. The way I know you're right now. I know. The way that and it's less. Wait a minute. So, actually, I'm pretty good. Or is it <laughs> more <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm blissful. No, but, uh, yeah. Oh, we're the fucking idiots over here. <laughs> right? <laughs> fucking. I don't know. I think it's just depending on the topic, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. Berkeley, fool? Berkeley? Berkeley, yeah. I don't know, oh, man. Shit. shit, that's a mean throwback. <laughs> For real. Oh, wow. Berkeley, uh, I mean, yeah, it just depends on the topic. Like, if you know more about something, the more you find out. Like, in, like sound engineering, right? Okay. As you're getting more into it, then you're like, oh, actually, there's a whole other world to it. It gets more complicated as you figure out more about it. That's yeah. good or that's bad? Yeah. So, are you on the are, on the side of ignorance being bliss or not? I think that ignorance is bliss, but um as you figure out more about it then you're kind of burdened with like really honing in more knowledge about that thing that you're learning about so for example w the setup for today it was uh, we could have had a more like blissful moment by just doing a direct setup but you're 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 crafting your art which is in its own way like it's it is more stressful you're taking on more but it's it's ultimately it's gonna be better i mean i think you are right because the more we like find out about sound engineering specifically right. for this podcast, we realize we don't know shit about sound engineering, but that's not blissful. It's not. <laughs> that's it's been not. a very painful experience. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. But it's a good stress because now you know that you didn't know about, you know what I mean? About like mixers. Oh, so it leads to bliss. Yeah. You just, so it kind of is blissful. Yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. know what you don't know. And so knowledge is bliss. Yeah. I think so. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we're clear on your position. Knowledge is yeah. Knowledge is dang. That's the opposite. Yeah. Dang. That was quick. Wow. <laughs> well, see. Um, Shot my foot. See, Anakin comes from a place where you can absolutely just decide on which side you want to be on. Right? <laughs> this is a very right. right. With no yeah. knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Blissful. Yeah. Blissful. So yeah. there's unicorns and rainbows everywhere. <laughs> we wanted. We we definitely. Uh, I mean, it's been a long time. Since we've all sat down together, it's been a long time since we've all partaken. And um, it's just, uh, man, we all grew up together. And yeah. uh, each of us holds a very special place in each other's fucking uh, hearts. And uh, I, don't, I don't mean to get a little saccharine here, but, you know, it's a beautiful opportunity for us to just have an excuse to get together. But uh, one of the main reasons why we wanted to invite you here today, Anakin, was uh, we got a text message from you. All right. And um, it was a, a, a numbered list. Okay. Right, and I believe it went something like this. It went number one, fuck you. <laughs> fuck was you that two. number one? That was fuck a number two. one. No. Okay, so um, you know, tell us about a little bit about why you're here today. Oh, all right. So uh, after hearing that episode, right, or one of many that I haven't heard, one of the but, trilogy, one of the yeah, one of the trilogy, uh, and uh, yeah, I I, I I think it was one. Thank you. I'm honored that you, you know, dedicated some there you go, some valuable yeah. time and and, and energy and brain space and that sounds like a big stretch right there. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I did say I did say I'm oh, one brain child. Yeah, your brain child. Thank yeah. you for giving me space in your brain child. Thank you for that. Beautiful. Man. It's great to see. It's it's a it's a beautiful thing to see, it in its blossoming state, right? Um, but uh, two, fuck you. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and then three was around. I think like defending my positionality because I was like, man, so much. So much information, so much misinformation being said about what I... Fake listen. news. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. 
So I actually wasn't there for the whole conversation that you're like, fuck you, let me just like uh, stand my points. Like, what is it that you had a big problem with that? Where, where were you misrepresented? Oh, so we went out to a Bad Religion concert and we were just chopping it up, right? Like we do. And I guess the position was around, you know, where's all this angst coming from these days, right? Like socially, po- politics, it got, you know, it got heavy. It, got, it, was, it was good talking. But uh, I think ultimately it came down to, I think it was um, Anthropus uh, saying, so like, why are these shootings happening? What's going, what the fuck is happening right out there? And then I said, ultimately, man, it's like fragile white male ego. And I think when I said that. Uh, triggered. Triggered. <laughs> yes. You when triggered, I, you triggered our um, right wing sensibilities, man. That's what it was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Uh, no, I think it was very, I think you were not satisfied with the black and whiteness of it. Literally. No pun intended. Literally. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, of what? Like, that was, that was a whole statement? Because I don't think they mentioned that one. Like, what is it that you had, like, a problem with that you, they were saying that you didn't believe in? Or oh, that no, I think uh, around, like, just, like, I think it's a little bit around categories of, like, this and that. Uh, a lot of gender stuff that we've been talking about, kind of dialoguing with each other. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, man, like some stuff is this or that. Whereas for me, where I decide that things should be this or that, for them, it's not so clear or not so like categorical. So I don't know. I think we have to get like, into it, though, to make sense of it. That's what we're yeah. here for, yeah. brother. Yeah. So like, exactly for example, for. one thing that frequently comes up between us is like this idea of gender. Yes. Right? Okay. And they're not being multiple genders or this, it's a really weird idea that there can be this notion of spectrum of genders. And so when, whenever I hear them <clears throat> stating what I said as like, oh, this is science, like gender science, then I have a problem with that because I didn't say that. Well, then let's clarify. What do you, let's, what do you mean by spectrums of gender? Like what, what is it that you did say or what is it that you can say fresh now? What is the confusion? All right. Look, so first of all, the confusion around well, I heard anthropos saying something about sci- science teachers are teaching that genders. Absolutely, yeah, I have a big problem with that. That genders. What was it? That genders are fluid, uh-huh. fluid. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that science teachers are teaching that in the classroom, and that it's bullshit, basically. Yeah, and the, yeah. That that's my problem is that we're we're, we're legit. We're legitimately. Uh, feeding this information into right. a whole new generation right. that's going to proliferate it. Yes. So, and then my sort of bone to pick with that is I think a lot of people are mis misperceiving the idea of gender and sex. Does that make sense? Explain. Whereas sex is like your physical <clears throat> anatomy, penis, vagina, yeah, and okay. gender being a very social construct of like ways of being in the world. And like when we couldn't a- agree on that point, I was like a very like to me, it's a very transparent thing. Like I, it makes sense to me. And if I can't communicate that, like in the discussion myself, like it's it is a problem for me because I I do spread this idea of like spectrum of gender and of and other spectrums. But let's just keep it to gender for now. So, okay, so sorry. Uh, so um, my question is, uh, I get you know I get what you mean between gender and sex. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Obviously, sex is, you know, your biological anatomy, like you said. Um, but as far as gender goes, and it's fluid, 
And it's a, like you said it yourself, it's a social construct, but why, why the need to label things? Like, why is there such a need to label uh, a gender? Like, you know, that's, that's my, that's, that's kind of what I see. It's why is it necessary to label it the same way that you would go through and like, say, for example, have like a weird subgenre of like metal, you know, like it mm-hmm. doesn't need a label. It doesn't need an additional label. That's the way I see it. That's my take on it. Yeah, I hear you. I I don't really subscribe to the idea that you need to label genders. That's me, though. And I'm not someone that thinks of myself as, like, extreme or in-between, like, Or part gender. of the LGBTQ, yeah, A yeah, through Z community. Yeah, but I do, I, I believe that in my work as an educator... Uh, I do feel the need to defend that idea. Does that make sense? The because... idea that it's a social construct so you can decide what you want to be, so you can call yourself what you want to be, because that's really what gender is. is I guess that's what you're getting at, is that gender is just kind of what you decide to call yourself, has nothing to do with how you're born or biology. Gender is just kind of its own thing that you just decide. Sort of. Yes. So, like, what is it that you're against? You're against the idea of, like, social constructs altogether or just specifically geared towards gender? I think my thing is that, like, if we decide that, like, sex and gender are not two different things and that when you are born this one thing, you must be this way, then that, like, opens a Pandora's box of many other things, like race, like class, like... See what I mean? So sure, like, but like sex and gender are inherently connected. Like one is because of the other. There you are, that's where that's where that's there, where I, there are chromosomes. I there are chromosomes. We, that, see how you just said that? Okay, go ahead. You just basically said if you're that the sex, same thing. That they're the, you just yeah, you just basically said what I'm trying to not say. Well, it's because the sex tie in with the hormones. So if most of the time, if you're a male sex, then the hormones are gonna be different than if you're a female sex testosterone levels things like that and those kind of things link to what we would call gender and what we would link to what we would call that gender construct so it's not just a matter of like arbitrarily assigning just because you're a male that you should ask this way it's just kind of like a matter of averages like most males will have this kind of higher testosterone and these kind of actions as males and most females will have this and then with them is a spectrum and levels but they're still kind of falling on one side just inherently. <clears throat> what is falling on one side inherently? The gender, gender, the stereotypes that are linked to gender aligning with the gender, the sex of the baby. So if a sex is a male or female, then inherently some gender traits that are stereotypical of males are going to happen. And that's going to happen the majority of time. And there'll be a variance there and there'll be a spectrum, I guess, <clears throat> but they're still kind of falling on one side or the other. So it's not just arbitrarily, oh, genders, males don't have to be like this. They could pick their gender. Well, no, like if males are typically going to be like this, like that, that's how it usually happens. And there's variances, but they're just kind of deciding to label themselves something. They're still on one end of the spectrum. Yeah. My whole thing is, yeah. I think gender is a byproduct of biology, not necessarily a social construct. Mm-hmm. Uh, gender again comes subsequent to your sex, right? Uh, and this idea of it being a social construct and socially kind of like imprinted on kids because of our culture is right. wrong. It's not a correct idea. It's an idea to entertain for sure, but it's not mm. valid. I don't think it's valid. 
Okay, so um, I believe that I caught that you teach <clears throat> that there are, um, matter of fact, uh, eight genders. Is that correct? I mean, the last time I checked, yeah. But again, okay, it's and changing what would by those the day. Be? Yeah, because I saw a list of 81 of them. But your list of eight, what are they? Uh, so there's differentiating sex. First, like we teach differentiating sex okay. from sexual orientation. Right? Okay, that's fair. And I think that's we're a, th yeah, that's... in a space where we, I don't think I have to explain sexual orientation, but to most of America, they they convolute <laughs> all of these spheres. So sex. It's okay if you're gay, bro. Sexual orientation. <laughs> we're still going to be your friend. No, no, no. <laughs> this is not me coming out. This is me trying to explain the different sort of sections. And then there's gender, right? Which is like, I believe, the third aspect. And that is just basically the role that you play, like in society, and it doesn't have to match up with your biology. So it's kind of like, and it's a, like feminine, masculine, and then in between is all the different like genders. Okay, and which like, are which would be the like, you know, like the like what we would call like I don't know, like butch or like, um, you know, masculine, feminine. I don't. I mean, I don't even know them by. Yeah, like metrosexual, which doesn't Anthropos. Does, <laughs> doesn't speak to who you like or what body anatomy you have. It's more of how you carry yourself, how you dress, how you behave in your family unit. Like, you know, are you the cook in your family? Like, it's just, and then even that has connotations. Okay, like, the the cook. Like, yeah. okay, so you don't know the eight genders. You you teach them. What are they? Was, That's what I'm this asking. Was last year. Okay. Um, right. I don't have them on the top of my head. I but... was like top. I was like thinking that you're gonna bring this list of like all oh. these kind of like things. Yeah. And like to me, like like I said, I I saw the list of 81 of them. Yeah, you might know them better than I do. <laughs> Again, I also said that I don't really care about the labels of them. I just don't subscribe to the fact that you should act a certain way because you're born this sex. And if you go against that, then like there's something wrong with you. Does that make sense? That that makes perfect sense. I'm, that's how, that's how little I care about the labels. I don't even know them. Like they they're not issue to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. That that's why I don't I don't understand. Like if they're not, I don't know. On my end, like this isn't like an attack on the ideals. This is like yeah. me just really having like a I don't I don't know my stance on this as far as like you said. There's a spectrum, but that means that there's a middle to me. That means that if you're two ends of a spectrum, at some point there's a middle. So you can say, oh, they're more this way or that way, or you can decide to identify the points in between. Or you can say they're more male or more female. Like if you were to have a le lesbian couple and they say, oh, that's the man in the relationship, or a gay couple and you say, that's the man in the relationship. Okay, I don't know if that's an insult or that's supposed to go against the, the ideals, but you say that because, again, the traits are associated with the biology. And even though sexual orientation is its own category, there are things that link in. There's still spectrums that they all tie together. I think uh, uh, um, Mandias was on the good point where he's saying that all these things are tied. It's not just their one individual thing. It's not like arbitrarily, you know, a biology has a lot to do with it. Orientation has a lot to do with mm -hmm. it. And how those three things work and intertwine together is it's its own like kind of thing. They're not individuals. Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe there is some social um, imprint, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you're saying it's a byproduct of like so cultural social stuff right right uh but again i think even our society is just because of our biology like we're we're created in such a way that it was inherent that we would come out this way with the social construct with these gender roles with all this stuff it's inherent to our biology 
it's not necessarily a completely a social construct. I mean, it is, yes, but you can't really deviate from the biology altogether. And this whole idea of gender being on a spectrum, it's kind of a deviation from biology and just disregarding chromosomes, disregarding hormones, disregarding sex. Just to but fall then I could on argue some, like, that, like, spectrum. medicating cancer is deviating from chromosomes and DNA. Yes. yes. And we, as humans, advanced humans, are able to deviate from our but should we? code. That's a different question. Yeah, because if you're, if again, you're talking about if somebody has a preference or now you're also bringing into like the idea of surgery and hormone therapy and modifying yourself to that, which is more along the lines of, like you said, cancer treatment that takes away from I'm born this way or this is who I'm meant to be. Now, if you're intentionally manipulating yourself again, now you're kind of artificially creating these categories because, yes, that's how you felt, but you weren't supposed to be that way. Really, you kind of modified yourself to be that way. Like if you're talking about cancer treatment. Like, deviating away that's different from like gender identification um in uh, but i meant in the logistics of it not so much oh nice not so much <laughs> like like in the like the process of it like you know can someone sit there and think themselves into a different like you know like exactly no but environment does affect genetic expression right so i think that it is very possible actually for something like this to happen down to the core of the dna I do think that. And actually, if you like do, uh, man, let me just throw something at you. Um, I guess Na I'm going to tangent a little bit. I'm going to okay. tangent a little bit, Go but ahead. NASA is sending up mushrooms to space. Oh, yeah. I want to eat about those. This? Yes. You know why? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, Creating soil, right? No. Uh, mushrooms, fungus, are really good at adapting to the environment. Uh, one problem that humans have in space is actually solar radiation. And so they're studying mushrooms in space and how fast they adapt to solar radiation. And they want to pull that and like genetically modify humans to become basically like protected against solar flares. Right. And so what I'm saying is like there are organisms that adapt quicker than us, but we are also organisms that adapt to our environment. So much so that we could develop things like, you know, like different eyebrows, different skin. You could um, definitely over. benefit from that. Yeah. <laughs> These eyebrows. I, know. I need two eyebrows. I, I wish I had two. I have one. At right. the moment. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put a pin on this one. We're going right. to move on to our next beer. Let's do it. And okay. uh, yeah, since we have 12 of them, we're going to have to be moving it along here. So let's go ahead with number two, man. So for the second beer, we have, just like we have two genders, we have two turtle doves <laughs> from the brewery. <laughs> I see what you did there. This is a Belgian style dark ale brewed with cocoa nibs, toasted pecans, and candy sugar. Ooh. Yes, sir. All right, let's see. Fucking bitch. Bitch. Hey, you know what? That is funny. <laughs> Maybe if you're a little masculine. Dude, my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is already salivating just with that description. <laughs> Two gender thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, this beer takes its inspiration from chocolate turtle candies. Uh, Never had chocolate fucking turtles. Oh yeah, they're like chocolate turtles, and then they're full of caramel. They're they're terrible. They're that fucking sounds disgusting. Awful. Yeah, they're awful. The little chocolate turtles full of caramel. Yeah. Do they have straws yeah, exactly. in the, the nose part of the turtle? No, that no, they more left that out. accurate depiction of the turtles, right? <laughs> Plastic straws? No? Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <Aww. laughs> <got> <laughs> Fruit with cocoa nibs, toasted pecans, 
candy sugar, and a lot of caramel notes. It's somewhere between a Belgian-style dark ale and a smooth chocolatey confection. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Ooh, best stored and served at 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, a lot of these are meant to be cellared. Uh, we're not doing that. We're just fucking opening that goddamn box and drinking them. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's about uh, 50 degrees outside anyway. Yeah, fuck it. All right. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. guys. Woohoo. Cheers. Holy moly. That nose is sweet. Okay. All right, so... On the nose, a lot of the same from what we had with the partridge. Uh, you're getting that that uh, signature Belgian-y uh, sweetness, uh, yeastiness to it, that breadiness. Um, on the palate, however, it is it is definitely a, a way different beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will say that this one is a bit more complex. Um, I got a ton of different flavors. Um, so I get a little bit of the like pecan, and then I get the chocolate, and the sweetness comes in, like the, the caramel. So, I mean, it's good. It's definitely um, uh, better than I expected. What the fuck is candy sugar? <laughs> I have no idea, but it seems to be like the same. Uh, I, I, I think they are keeping in theme over the next 12 beers. All of these are really sweet. It does uh, not stick to the sides. It doesn't have much uh, viscosity to it, much lacing. Um, it is a nice beer. It, it tastes great. But just, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's really light almost for, for being such a heavy beer. What, what percentage does this come in at? This is a 11.9%. Okay, hey, right. hold the fuck yeah. hold the fuck up. Did we forget to rate the first beer? We did. We forgot to rate the first we beer. We did. Holy oh. shit. God By damn a typical it. wasted content fashion. You guys are <laughs> fucking up in life, man. God damn it. <laughs> What's the <laughs> fuck? We ask you to speak and that's what you come out with? Motherfucker. <laughs> Dynamic drop in. <laughs> Well, fuck it. Let's review Partridge. Okay. Um, for a Belgian quadruple, I think it was very smooth, very sweet, a beautiful winter beer. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. I have an eight for me. Uh, I'll take a seven point five. Uh, it's Partridge. yeah, it was good. It was just really uh, well, all of these are really sweet, but that one I don't know. It didn't have, it wasn't very complex to me. It was it was really good. It was just more sweet than anything else. I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I mean it was a great beer. But I'm going to give it an 8 based on the fact that it hides the booziness so well. There's almost no booziness. I'm getting, a, I'm getting a little bit of it, but yeah, it's 11.9. That, that uh, candy sugar, whatever the fuck that is, is doing a hell of a job of masking it. What the fuck are we rating right now? That was the partridge. Cool. We forgot to rate it. Right. Yeah. 8. Okay. Yeah. And then you, yeah, yeah the one. first one, partridge. I wasn't a huge fan. I would say like a 6. Okay. And I now that I hear you say like they should be rated... On the on colder, but I, I just keep thinking like, would I even bother drinking that? Like no, no, not not colder. Um, no, no, no. They, they should warmer. be cellared, oh, like cellared. stored and okay. aged. Because yeah, I came, I kind of approached it like, would I even bother drinking that if it weren't weren't cold? And I was just like, I would not. Mm. And like this one, I think. I, oh well, I'm getting ahead of myself. But okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh yeah, the first one is six yeah. out of ten. Yeah. Alrighty. Um. Now for the um two. Two um, turtle doves. Turtle doves. There you go. The for the two genders. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's good. It it's really fucking warm. It has a warm like fucking yes. Just following. Um, it feels a bit more full bodied than the previous. Uh, I am getting that chocolate, by the way. 
and it's like a semi-sweet chocolate mm-hmm. um it, it, i think it really adds a whole nother dimension and complexity to the beer to me this reminds me of i don't know if you guys have ever had the like trader joe's chocolate truffle and i'm gonna sound so bougie right now but like, it just tastes like a, <laughs> like a little chocolate truffle okay so it doesn't taste like it has the flavor like chocolate flavoring it actually tastes like a chocolate like cocoa yes just like exactly. melting in your mouth you like, you, try it out good man good man that's what it tastes like it's really really nice you know what now that i took uh another sip it kind of reminds you of like like when you get uh like a fat ass chocolate muffin um that's you know not that sweet you, mean you get some that are just like is that innuendo for like a black woman's ass? <laughs> I mean, I see nothing wrong with either. Black dude. I'll take ass. either. Eat that shit, bro. Yeah, Eat fuck that yeah. shit. Jungle fever all day long. I'm going to say I've never had a hot chocolate muffin. A fat ass chocolate muffin. Fat ass chocolate muffin. Yeah. Bro, you ain't I know living. by looking at me, you're going to think otherwise, but you ain't, you ain't, you ain't living, bro. <laughs> you should really try one out. They're not that expensive. No. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Yo, bring that fat ass chocolate muffin <laughs> over here. <laughs> candy sugar. <laughs> All right, for me on this one, I'm going to give this guy a solid 8.5 as well. I'm going to give it a 9. This one's a 9 for me. What is it supposed to be? The base beer? It's a Belgian dark? Belgian dark. Okay, yeah, I'm going to give this one a 9 in the Belgian dark category. Yeah, same here. Really, I don't know. I think you guys are kind of like caught up in the emotion of having everybody here together. You guys are rating pretty high, I think, on these last two. I mean, they're good, but I don't know. Right out the gates at a nine, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of it's. It's definitely a really good beer. Um, but we got all these ones to come, and I feel hopefully they work themselves up a little bit. I, I, I think it's a solid eight. Uh, I want to go as high as a nine. Okay, Buzzkill. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go fucking 8.5 on this one um you know I, like i said i kind of want to reserve the nine for something a little bit better but this is great um it it fucking drinks very well it's got a nice body to it um i can find much to nitpick on it honestly and uh i mean it's a great beer for especially the, for that dark belgian style um very satisfied i'm pretty sure he just said it drinks well <laughs> but uh i think yeah <laughs> i think it's a solid eight for me as well um, I really like it, but I'm wondering what's, what's, what's in store for us ahead. I really like the fucking warmth, like it's fucking extruding from this fucking beer. Yeah. Uh, coming along with the fucking chocolate, you guys were talking Trader Joe's truffle, fucking hot chocolate muffin. I'm going to say it's kind of reminiscent of like of hot cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a warmth that doesn't come from the booziness. Yeah. Not like a whiskey warmth where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I can feel it settling in my stomach. This is just kind of like a... It you know it's Christmassy everything <clears> so far all these only only two but yeah. they've been sweet you know they've been kind of warming they're reflective of the holidays you know I do think that this collection is gonna not disappoint um, but yeah it's it's a really good beer really definitely I think we would have fucking nailed this completely is if they had added some like marshmallow taste to it just yeah. to have like a hot cocoa with marshmallows well uh, I think what they're going for <clears throat> is the tur- the turtle duff and uh, I think they're nailing it do you you get that caramel rich sweetness. You get that chocolatiness, so I don't know if caramel though. Um, I don't know. I think this is super sweet. This is very saccharine. It is. Uh, I think that being said, I think they did a great job at not overdoing it, and you know, because then if it's too sweet, if it's too rich, it's it's too much. You know, it's, it's found a good balance, definitely. So uh, kudos to the brewery. 
And I think later on in the series, there actually is a beer with marshmallow in there. Oh, no shit. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm not positive, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, this is good. It's not overbearing for a fucking 11.9%. Wow. Truffles, man. I'm telling you, truffles. <laughs> We're going to do the truffle shuffle over here. <clears throat> truffle shuffle. <laughs> All right, brothers. We're ready for the next one. Let's do it. All right. Here we got the three French hens. A Belgian-style dark ale. ABV is at 9.7. Okay. Uh, let's get a little description here. Establishing its own unique place in the 12 Days Saga. Huh. Fitting. The, no, uh, the nom de plume nice. of our third verse is nothing to cluck at. The Belgian-style dark ale is a bold and spicy concoction that rises above the pecking order. Finishing clean with hints of oak and dried fruit. Let's Very cool, got. man. Let's see what we got. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to be the one, man. I thought so. I'm not the chosen one. Break the cycle. <laughs> break the, the cycle. One? Is that what it is? There it is. Anakin break the cycle. The chosen one? You're conforming to our social norms here. Let's just do what you want. All right, cool. <laughs> Let's fucking use the force. Put our cups up. Yes, sir. Use the force. <laughs> yes. Try this shit out. Cheers. 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 Ooh, so real bright spiciness coming through the on the nose. It's still, I mean, it's a Belgian. Uh, I can only say it so many times. It, it smells like a Belgian. Um, it's coming through with um, a, a nice maltiness. Wow. Okay. Slightly bit, sweet. Yeah. It's very dry. A little dry to taste, yeah. yeah. Even though uh, with the other ones, I didn't really get the booziness. Uh, this one, I don't get any booziness either coming in at the 9.7, but it, it is still lighter than the others. It's noticeably lighter. Um, it, it tastes very good. It's, it's not as sweet. It's, everything seems kind of a little toned down from the other two. Um, it's a different type of beer. It's, it's good. Um, it just it doesn't, again, it just seems lacking to me a little bit. It's definitely delicious, but it's just it's not as flavorful as the past two were. I will say that I am kind of glad that this is not nearly as sweet as the other two, because I think if every fucking beer is gonna be like that sweet, I'm just gonna like, fuck, I'm gonna Ralph do it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I am getting um at the end, yeah, it is a dry finish. I I do get the dry fruit at the end. Yeah, uh, a little a little bit of like um, there's like dark dried dark like fruit. like prunes, yep. a little yep. bit of a little bit of craisins, you know. Like, I'm all about the dried cranberries, man. Good man. Am I tasting lactose in here? <laughs> no 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 are you it's a little milky really yeah that's interesting no there's no lactose in this one um but uh, i'm i'm right there with uh with orgasmatron uh, i'm getting dark fruits i'm getting like uh kind of like fermented dark dark fruits it's got a little bit of a punch because of that um and um a lot of spice i'm getting like a coriander just super bright spicy notes on this belgian yeah, and then it's got a beautiful color to it too. It's got like a. Uh, uh, we like haven't a, spoken about that. Yeah, I mean that's the first thing I noticed when when it was poured is it's got a, a gorgeous, like a dark caramel, like burnt caramel kind of kind of uh, taste. It but luckily it's not overpowering on the sweetness. It really lets everything else shine through. 
Yeah, these are the beers that we always talk about that have like a hue, like a hue coming off of them. You know, it just has like a glow to it when you see it swirling around the glass like that. Yeah, definitely like a copper amber. Um, the last one was uh, the turtle doves. Uh, that guy was beautiful. It was like a reddish copper. Um, like a little, definitely a lot darker than this one. We haven't been mentioning the look. Thanks for adding that in. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, the look, the nose, and the taste on this one are all definitely um, uh, very indicative of what we have on the bottle here. Yeah, these really, really tight bubbles on this head. <clears throat> really, like, viscous. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really like the, the texture of it much. Uh, I think you you mentioned it. Maybe you said it might have some milky. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 uh, what is it? Nine point seven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's coming in at nine point seven. So maybe it's because it's a little you know less than the other ones. It's uh, just feels a little like sprighter, but like also the, like thinner. And I just like uh, didn't really sit well. But um, yeah, the flavor's cool. It is like fruity and, and dry. But um, yeah, I don't know something about like the thinness of it. Gotcha. Me yeah, off. it is a little lacking on the body. Um, you know, for my taste, but you know, the, the flavor kind of makes up for it. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad. Okay. Rating. Yeah, definitely ready for a rating, uh, for a dark Belgian dark ale. Um, I love the flavors, um, but it is coming in a bit, uh, a bit lighter than we've already experienced. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 7.5. It's a seven for me. It's a little lackluster in all the flavors. It is very thin, like Anakin would say. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to take a 7 on this one as well. Uh, definitely good, uh, but just uh, lacking. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Um, what it lacks for in body, I think, makes up for it in, in flavor. Um, and again, I'm just glad it's not overly sweet, but it, it does have plenty of, uh, of flavor to make up for it. Uh, you know, I think they could have done a little bit better on the body. Um, it, it does feel a little thin, and you know, the, flavor, the finish is a little dry. Um, so actually, I'll say it's more like a 7. Um, for me, it's saving grace is, is the, the nuances it has. I think uh, for me, it's a six. I think I, I would prefer a, a fat-ass muffin. Is that what we call the other one? <laughs> a fat-ass chocolate I, muffin. I think I needed, a fat, I mean, I think I needed a, to be a little bit more fat, more muffin-y. You know, and actually, I kind of like your reviews. They seem to be coming a little bit lower, but they also talked about how their palettes have kind of developed and how the craft taste has kind of developed you know because they're these aficionados now you know way up here now you know i'm just like a humble little craft drinker uh but even then like uh the way i'm tasting the beers seem to be a lot different from the way you're tasting the beers and it is because you don't really drink craft or beer that often that's that's correct or yeah that's, yeah yeah so i, I kind of like your reviews because they're more like uh just uh if i was going to taste this blind then this yeah. is what i would rate it right no shit, and, and we're kind of hitting you with some stuff that's um, uh, a little bit, a little high tier. I'm not going to say that it's like, you know, super exclusive, right. but the brewery puts out really great things. Yeah. And these are all blends that were, uh, you know, a seasonal treat. So, yeah. uh, you know, definitely uh, super complex flavors throughout yeah. the pack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, usually I don't drink like the more higher end craft beer. I'm stick to bread and butter. You guys know fucking I'll stick to Lagunitas or, or, or Stone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fucking, you know, like shit that's really available to me, especially where I'm at. It's not, it's, uh, they don't have very much selection. I just found this new place I'm going to check out pretty soon. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, yeah, I can still appreciate the flavor. I'm not quite the aficionados that you guys are at. I'd say I'm more of like, um, 
a newcomer. I mean, I, I've been drinking craft for a long time, but I'm by no means an aficionado. So I'm sorry that I don't have the sophisticated palate that you guys do. <laughs> I'm, you know, but, you know, I kind of feel... <laughs> I feel like I'm less in your presence, you know? <laughs> You're doing a good job of getting worse right now, too. <laughs> Thank uh, you for saying that, though. You are less in our presence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, all right, fuck it. We all got that rating out for uh, the three French hands. Yes? All yep. right, fuck it. All right, guys. Uh, let's uh, jump back into fucking just um, discussion, man. Uh, I think we left off where you were saying about mushrooms in space, man. Yeah, man. Just this idea that you can study an organism, a mushroom, and how it adapts to its environment and how it actively, I guess. I don't know how we can measure, you know, mushrooms doing things actively, but it, it's actively uh, adapting to the sun and it's changing its genetics to protect itself from the sun's damaging rays. And that blows my mind that an organism can do that. In its own generation. Well, that's how, like, uh, flus and viruses and all that stuff work, too. They kind of e evolve and they kind of go with it and learn different methods of survival all within the same generation. And they, uh, they adapt very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. And I think it goes back to this idea of emergent theory, which I was speaking or started to speak about earlier, which is this idea that we as humans can borrow from nature and uh you know attack these problems that we have right and like borrowing from the fungus would be one example of that yeah i mean we've done plenty of that yeah uh, mod all of modern science is exactly that right. uh one of the um arguably one of the greatest inventions of um of modern times is uh penicillin uh, where the fuck would we be w without that you know uh, a lot pencil of pencil pencil cillin <laughs> what is that i don't know you said penicillin <laughs> yeah, no, and, and that was penicillin. accidental, right? I believe. I don't, I don't know the whole story, but I believe penicillin was found, like, act by accident. Yes. Right. Trying yes. to, so, so I guess this emergent theory is, like, stop trying to do things, like, accidentally. Like, actually go out and investigate nature more thoroughly. And, I mean, and, there is a big movement in architecture specifically called biomimicry, which is you're mimicking nature to uh, construct your, um, your building buildings around its environment. Right. Uh, mimicking its environment. We're also heading like a lot back uh, towards Eastern medicine, more natural, holistic approaches to things, kind of making hybrid approaches along with the antibiotics and penicillin and all those different things. Uh, you know, kind of the holistic approach is really taking roots. And again, it's just from grabbing from nature the things that are already provided for us. Uh, that's not an outlandish idea. You know, studying the ocean instead of space, under, understanding here instead of like jumping ahead to there. Right. It's all relevant. Yeah. And then there's been medical advances to where they are harvesting the genomes of, of lizards uh, and uh, to make um, or limb regeration or even organ regeneration very feasible in the near future. So, uh, Holy you can, shit. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's fucking mind-blowing, dude. But we're on the forefront of it. You know, there's, uh, uh, it's a decade away, man. They fucking cut off your limb. Oh, don't trip. You know, you're going to be like a lizard. You're just going to grow a new one back. It's all good. That's incredible. Yeah, haven't you watched Spider-Man? Um, Which one? The lizard. That's exactly where it comes from. He like cuts up. He loses an arm, and he's trying to regrow it using uh, reptile DNA. No, I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know it was a lizard. Damn it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's totally. <laughs> what was your childhood, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's totally doable. Uh, and then um, just even think about. So this other book I was reading too about like mammals. Like, why are we so special? 
are we are we so special why are we so special the dude starts talking about like nuts like 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 why do we have <laughs> our, why are, why are our nuts on the outside when actually a lot of our mammal brothers uh, or you know species cousins are actually they have their their testicles on the inside of their body yeah and like, is that it, right yeah i mean because i see a lot of fucking animals out there with fucking balls but like sacks you know yeah, like dogs and but like yeah. I mean animals. I don't know it with animals specifically, but like okay, uh, what is Timon? What kind of animals? Meerkat. Meerkat. Yeah, those like like kind of random mammals that we don't really see every day. Some of these do have like internal testes. Okay, and he starts talking about like, dude, like I got hit in the balls by my kid. He threw a football, and if and it really hurt, and he just went off and like from that question of why do we have external testes, he like research research the hell out of like. The history of mammals and this is a really dope book of like why are mammals so special but um basically he goes on to explain that like um i think somewhere in evolution we developed external nut sacks so that we can jump we can jump more efficiently and shoot sperm more efficiently if they're on the outside it's crazy we it's could like, shoot sperm uh, more so efficiently what i meant by that is like we can shoot sperm up the the uh, up the vagina don't be, f- don't get all uncomfortable here, dude. I'm <laughs> trying to like say the right word. <laughs> you, 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 because, I don't know, dude. For some reason, external testes are more effective Balls. at impregnating, uh, you know, a woman. I thought knocking I had, a bitch up. I thought <laughs> it had something to do with temperature control because and it's that. so like fucking fragile of a fucking thing that it, they were put on the outside because we can regulate its temperature more easily that way. Yeah, that's yes. exactly that. That's where I was going with this conversation too. It's the temperature regulation. Yeah, as well. but check it out. These animals, some animals, okay, their internal temperatures or or the lesser energy is just drop your body temperature. Yes, right. That's a lot less energy. But there's other things that come with having nuts on the outside. You can actually jump. I don't know. Like I I can't really pick out the specific animal, but yeah. like jumping for mammals is very special. Like not that many can do it. Like rhinos. I'm Can't really jump. curious about kangaroos now. I've never questioned the anatomy of a kangaroo, but now I really want to know like where are their it. balls at. Yeah, they must have an outside. <laughs> yeah, but they're marsupials. <laughs> where are their balls at? Kangaroos are marsupials. Though. Hey, I mean, the they're, they're fucking at? different oh, than we are. On a completely different <laughs> level, man. Yeah, dude. Those shits are weird, bro. They got like those like titties on the inside of the. They got a pouch. You know the titties in the inside of the pouch? That shit weird. What as fuck, the bro. fuck? Yeah, bro. The little fucking thing. It pop, pop poop pops out of the little JJ. And then it crawls up through the fur, and then it goes into a little pouch, and he's all fucking suckling right there, fool, because they got chichis <laughs> in the pouch. inside the pouch, fool. Yeah, dude. God it damn. actually goes into, he goes, man, balls are interesting. And then he's like, <laughs> and then he's like wait, balls. like, birth is interesting. And he starts talking about marsupials, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, like, bro. whoa, they're, in, they're a trip. Yeah, for real. Those suits are weird as fuck. And they're like, they're like the, they're like the, they're like the mammal pro- prototypes. Marsupials well, are. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one reason why I'm very grateful that we have external testes. Why is that? It's so that I could offer you some gum. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that's from waiting. <laughs> right? And I'm glad you said that. Because back in the college days, I want yes, some gum. Right. We used to do the waiting game. The waiting game. The waiting game. All right. What the fuck like, is that? What is, they used to work in the restaurant, right? Ryan Reynolds. And okay, they would okay. just like show each other, the, 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 like you just said, like the, the nutsack, and uh, they, they would like punch each other, like fag for, for looking at it, right? Yeah. And man, dude, like we used to do this in college, we just like show each other, right? And like call it a name. But you, but you got more points if you're creative with it. And so my favorite one, though, like my, 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 
what is it? The Your brainchild? The, the brainchild, the creme of the creme, was the headless snowman. So you can picture that. <laughs> Please describe that. Well, because you know, what through, you through evolution, right now. through evolution, right? Pull your dick out. You'd like to see that. Pull your dick out. <laughs> so, because of evolution, right? Um, we have one testes bigger than the other one, right? We all know that. Is it bigger or is it just like drooped to well, one you're side? You're right. You're right. Like he's all I leaning. I think it's offset. I, I don't know what right. the fuck you guys are talking about. Mine are uh, symmetrical. <laughs> what the fuck? There's a lot that goes into the evolution of balls, apparently. Like, you know, there's probably some guy walking around with like even testes, couldn't jump. Couldn't fucking fight, fucking exactly. around, always dying in battle. Fucking evolution made these people extinct. You're the last fucking Mohican over here with your even fucking testicles. Probably can't jump for shit though. <laughs> exactly. So what you're telling me is that the downfall of Native Americans is they all have it. Even, even testes. And they were thus even inferior testes. to the European uh, invaders. Well, well, there was smallpox and then also the even, even testes, testes thing. <laughs> wow. There's smallpox and small cocks. And what we're also saying is that white men have even balls because white men can jump. Oh. This, this, uh, <laughs> it's also like yeah. a fucking classroom. <laughs> teacher, teacher. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes, <laughs> Damn, the fall of man. Even balls. The fall of balls. Damn. <laughs> Telling you, dude. How many generations do you think it took for... The one test you just, yo, I'm gonna drop a little bit. I am out. thousands of years, yeah. right? I'm gonna dip out real quick. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Vince, fucking. It, it, it was some fool with like everybody walking around with some fucking even balls, like tripping over their fucking balls and whatever. And then there was that one guy that was born with the uneven balls, and everybody making fun of that motherfucker. Everybody's right. talking shit about fucking uneven ball, right. uneven ball guy. <laughs> There was probably like another guy with like born with balls like internally, but then all the ladies thought it looked weird and none of them would sleep with them. So then he still went extinct. Probably, mm. probably. We're also dismissing fucking aesthetics, you know, just what you're saying that just aesthetics. Like you put that shit on a truck, that shit looks badass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you put that shit on a man, it looks right. <laughs> Yo, to this motherfucker. I picture uh, the fucking ovulating women on top of a fucking like. I don't know, Cliff, and you have to jump up to get her. And the guy with the uneven balls was able to jump up <laughs> to fuck her and procreate. So, like she's literally on a pedestal yeah. in, in, your, oh, in wow. your mind. Yes. <laughs> you automatically generate them in a pedestal. Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thousands of human development. In I will say that the sack does help, like in the rhythm when thrusting. Like almost like a uh, metronome, you know, uh, like, like uh, click, uh, click, uh, click, uh, click, uh, click, click, click. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to disagree on that one because sometimes I'm fucking going at it and my balls are just fucking slapping. And you fuck around, you pound too hard, and your balls start slapping too hard against, you know, like her pussy or her ass. It starts to hurt. This, this never happened to you guys? Mm, yeah. fucking in the middle, it's kind of throwing you off because your balls are just slapping against her, and she's like, oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, she's like, harder, harder. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> going as hard as I can, goddammit. Like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't get it. Why are they on that side? You're always pissing on your balls, huh? I'm not, yeah, I hate it, man. I'm not trying to jump. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's cool you have a coddled life, don't you? You're not needing to jump. Trader Joe's. <laughs> Go home, coddled. Oh, shit. Check your privilege at the door. <laughs> Piss on your nuts. Oh, my coddled God. Coddled life. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I don't know. These are the things. These that are the occupy things. my brain sometimes. Yeah, man. You know, uh, 
a lot of things are changing now, man. A lot of the thoughts are like, as we're getting older, a lot of things are different. You know, talking about this anatomy, I'm going to bring up a story. The other day, or in a little bit ago, uh, my lady doesn't know this, but I actually took one of those pills. And I had never tried these pills before. So we were going out for an anniversary, and I've always been reluctant. Now, if you don't know what pills I'm talking about, I'm talking about the dick hard pills. Now, I've always been reluctant because I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm a young, healthy male. It's not a, you know, I can get hard whenever I want to. It's not about that. I'm going to tell you, this This was a whole nother level, you know, with trying these pills. It was, uh, I was recommended, you know, I was recommended. I, I really, I, I like that. Just all I hear you, all, I, all I'm picturing is you in bed and going, I'm trying. I'm trying. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold, okay? I'm really trying. No, but um, it, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and pass on. This wisdom to you, classroom. Uh, these are called Rhino 4000 or 5000. There's many brands, but it is the only one that I've gotten results from. And uh, same deal for me. It was kind of, it was posed to me as like, oh, if, if it's going to be a special night, like an anniversary or a fucking birthday or some shit, you're going to fucking like ravage this woman. Get this shit. And uh, they're about like 10 bucks a pop. And uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, bro, uh, the first time I had one, uh, I fucking bust and my fucking dick was still hard. That like after it was still fucking hard. It was incredible. Anthropus tells me about this, and of course he's talking like you know get the five thousand or six thousand or seven or something. And the store I went to only had like the fifteen thousand milligrams, so that's the one I got. And uh, apparently it lasts for like a fucking week, dude. Like this is not like a one day thing. And so <laughs> like I'm, I'm still like shitting myself. Like I don't know <laughs> oh if I should take God. this. I don't know if I should take this. Oh. But, you know, it's the anniversary weekend. We actually got a room. We have a son now. Hard to get away. We had like four days, right? Dude, I'm telling you, man, like you said, you but you bust and you're still hard. It's not even about that, man. I'm going for like 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 a good like solid hour and a half. Dude, like and it's even like opening up your lungs. Like you're even like breathing better. Like oh, you're just at it and you're feeling like a king. And she's like blowing her mind. And part of me, you know, I, I could have told her, you know, but instead I just let the mysticism go, you know, like just like, oh, this is our anniversary, you know, like we're going to have a good time. And uh, so I'm going to say, you know, uh, it's not about being older or anything like that. But, yeah, no, if, if you're going to like put it down, you, you got to try one of these things out. You know, like it, it really is a special occasion, only a special occasion. You can't make it a regular thing. But, man, you'll make it count and uh, you should be happy. Yeah. Uh, if it's going to be a regular thing, it'd be way too fucking expensive, man. Those things don't come cheap. Um, but uh, it's it's um, it's uh, something I feel comfortable sharing with you because I also did receive news from Ozymandias earlier this week that showed that uh, we're categorized as not safe for women. Our podcast is not safe for women. Right. So uh, I'm not afraid of them, uh, you know, listening in and finding out our, our best kept secret. Give it a try. I just found out today that means not safe for work. Yeah, no shit. Are you fucking kidding me? This whole time I thought it was not safe for women. <laughs> We're our 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 content was uh, categorized as NSFW. So oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By um was it Patreon? Patreon, yeah. Yeah, so that means that we're actually um we are not being featured on a stream or like on on a page that they suggest artists on. So when you go to Patreon, they have some suggestions for you. Hey, if you like this, you'll like that. And we are not going to be featured because of our content. Uh, we're not, not only featured on those pages, but we're also, you can't find us through their search engine. 
for you their have creators. to have a direct link a to direct us. link which you yeah. can find on our website fucking bullshit dude. we have different tiers fucking support us on bullshit. patreon um yes 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 but we're apparently we're not fucking safe for work yes and and to be clear you're probably also not safe for women but of course th- not. that's just not what it stands for though uh, absolutely i like that definition better though <laughs> So is it not safe for women because you're going to be taking this pill and you're going to fucking fuck them up? You know? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and leave them limping and shit, you know? Like, damn. Fucking, they're going to be on disability from work and shit, you know? No, I'm, I'm not going to fuck them Which up. Which means I'm... not safe for work. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> synonymous. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah, man. These things are a uh, godsend. And, um... How do they work, do you know? Like, is it like, just jack you up with like, um, I don't horny know. Oh, okay, so I think that there's like that horny goat weed shit in there, uh, which is the an plant? herb. It's a sub- herb? yeah, wow. and it's a supplement that um, increases blood flow to your cock. Okay, and um, like you have a lot of other shit that's basically opening up your blood vessels and promoting healthy circulation. Yeah, and um, aside from that, well, I just want to be clearing up front with you guys. There is a side effect, and the higher on the four thousand, five thousand, six thousand thing you go, the worse it is. Um, I don't know if uh, Assface experienced it, but I have had times where I get a massive fucking headache the next day, maybe the next two days. But it's a it's a massive uh, a headache. It fucking sucks. You wake up with a fog, but it's absolutely fucking worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, actually, I didn't have that at all. Uh, all the fucking blood fucking drain from your brain to go to your cock yeah <laughs> I, I think that's because he Jesus. just like takes the pill and then like has a special night of jerking off and like so he doesn't really like come like you know for the three hours or something i don't know maybe he does but uh yeah for me uh, i used all all my blood all my energy it was all yeah completely used up that pill for the week you know i came out looking like al bundy like on that episode where he's trying to like <laughs> drink 12 gatorades trying to have a kid you know yeah, I was uh, dehydrated, rehydrated, dehydrated again, man. It was it definitely. I'm telling you guys, special occasions only. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's up with that face, Oz? <laughs> um, I don't know. I've always been kind of opposed to these like dick pills. Okay. Uh, just because I've never really had an issue with getting my dick hard. Yeah, no shit. It, it's just really fucking weird. Like you're saying, it's not because you're old, but I think it's because you're getting old. No, like I said, it's, it's not the not the dick hard. I'm telling you, man. These things like even open up your lungs and everything. <laughs> like it's like a whole another level. It's like energy drink beforehand. Like it's like a whole kind of energy rush. It's a complete kind of like different experience type thing. Fucking exactly, bro. Exactly. Thank you. It is like it's like your Super Mario, bro. You got that fucking star in you, bro. That's perfect. That's exactly what it is, bro. And then if you just imagine Mario like a fucking hunched over after that shit wears off, holding his head. That's kind, of, that's, kind, that's kind of like, like what it is. Looking around, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did I get here? Uh, I don't recommend that you uh, take this if you have any heart conditions. Be- <laughs> because I do recommend that you chase it with the fucking Red Bull, bro. Vamonos. You're going to fucking get right to the fucking moon. Pow right in the fucking kisser, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And, and there is a like a, a little bit of a delay on it. It's like a two hour delay or something like that. So when I took it, like you kind of time it and I'm thinking in my head like, oh, yeah, it has to be exactly two hours, even though the thing says on there it's going to last for like a fucking week, you know, but I still try to time it out. And uh, yeah, no, again, it, it was just not about like, you know, 
not being hot or anything like that. It was just I was always afraid in my head too. Like I saw those commercials. Like what if I just have a fucking heart on for more than three hours? Like how am I gonna go to the doctor? You know, with my dick all hard. But if you use it, then it doesn't stay. You know, use it two or three times. Come two or three times, and then it'll go down. You know. Okay. Uh, my question is: Do you, is there any side effects as far as like? You know, since you said it last week, so will you get fucking random boners? No, I thought that too, but it's kind of like when you're in it, then you're, you're in it. At the same time, we were on vacation and I had opportunities the whole time. Yeah. So I, I couldn't imagine that, like, on like if you were to get a cool breeze, like in the middle of work, and you just took it on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know, and maybe you start walking around with an awkward heart on. I don't know. I'm just saying because I fucking work around a lot of like customers and shit, and like last thing I want is for them to see my my fucking heart on. They might fall in love with me. Yeah. Why not, man? That shit might give you a few tips. What are you talking about? <laughs> Damn. I give you the whole thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I don't know. I, I I wouldn't be able to do it. You gotta try it, man. It went on fifty. Is this like a matter of principle or some bullshit? No. Well, first off, here. those There's supplements for everything, bro. Those fucking supplements, uh, specifically those fucking Rhino, come from like these fucking uh, pill factories in China. I thought they came from rhinos. Oh, that too. <laughs> they come from these pill factories. Rhino. Well, that's where it comes from, from the rhino horn idea uh, for fertility. But right. I heard these are like laced with other shit that's not listed on their fucking label. That and it works. Detrimental, you, it works. detrimental to your fucking heart and your blood vessels. Hey, fuck it, bro. That makes sense. That makes sense. You're basically taking something that's like a niacin. That's like a fucking it's opening up your blood vessels and increasing your Just heart rate. Just take some rate. fucking niacin. <laughs> I guess, bro. But niacin, I don't know. Maybe I need to take take some more niacin. These things it, were effective. Dude, fucking Spider Man took like radioactive spider and shit like that. <laughs> the Hulk radiation. You know, this is. Yeah. I'm not even touching that. This is like a small dose, but I turn into the Hulk and Spider Man both at the same time. Because you're shooting webs. <laughs> yeah. Spell all over the place. Also, this shit about fucking like coming fucking four or five times in a fucking day. How the fuck? <laughs> Spread the spell, bro. I think at three, I'm just like fucking dust. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Definitely. Looking like a leaky faucet and shit. <laughs> that was the... It doesn't even fucking shoot out anymore. Just kind of like... <laughs> it drips it just, out. <laughs> dude, just, just like like put the powder on her face and just add water, bro. Oh, nice. <laughs> My eyes, the goggles do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, fuck it. Let's move what on the to the fuck? fucking fourth beer in the 12 Days of Christmas lineup here. What do we got? Orgasmatron. So here we have four calling birds. It is a dark ale brewed with spices. Uh, ABV comes in at, at a solid 11%. And the description, we took inspiration from a traditional winter warmer Integrating gingerbread-like spices into this dark ale. Notes of licorice and banana bread mingle with hints of dark fruit, molasses, and bitter chocolate for a perfect cold-weather sipper. Cheers, guys. Fuck yeah. Let's open that up. Fuck. Uh, I really thought I was going to be the one to break the cycle. Fucking A. Oh, pues. (laughs) She got my mother. You're going to break the fucking lighter, bro. De Guatemala, Guatapior. Hey, dude, just give it, a, just give it an adult, yeah? So you don't hurt, so you don't hurt yourself. All right. Fourth Wait. time's the term. 
Oh, hey, we got some ricochet yeah. on that. Hey, am, am uh, I a man now? It was the lighter all along. That's what it was. It was a lighter, fool. It's big it's light. like, it, it had to be the orange one. It had to be the orange lightsaber, not a green one. Uh. <laughs> all right, guys. Cheers. 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 Let's fucking burn through these guys. Let's Salute. burn through them. Uh, we'll get him right now, yeah, man. Yeah, do whatever Don't the fuck worry. you want. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Cheers, 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 guys. Cheers. Whoa. Ah, okay. Uh, Belgian, really spicy, gingerbready. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of uh, nutmeg, which is very pleasant. And uh, yeah, definitely gingerbread up front. Getting a lot of clove here. Yeah, I could definitely taste that. This is more along the lines of what I was looking for. This really seems full body to me. This is kind of like a thicker, uh, like a heavier beer. Uh, it tastes uh, very nice. There's a lot of flavors onto it. It kind of sticks to the tongue. Uh, it's kind of hanging onto the glass a little bit more, hanging onto the sides, much darker. Uh, this is this is good. I like this. It's a, a dark ale brew with all this with spices, and you can definitely taste the variety of spices coming through on it. I really enjoy when uh, a beer is just like the description reads. Um, fucking yeah, gingerbread dude, spices. It's warm. Uh, this is perfect for the holiday uh, coming up here, and um, yeah, dude, it's it's exactly in, in at least in my opinion what uh, the bottle described to a T. Oh, ginger snap. This, it just really does taste like one. Yes. Um, I really like this. I think this is kind of what I hoped for from, like, the packaging from the 12-day, you know, Christmas collection. Um, tasty. The body's nice, and I definitely like the, the ginger snap taste to it. It seems more like a, a full, like, more full-bodied variation of the last beer we had. Mm -hmm. uh, just complementing more or, like, Showcasing more of those flavors, those like Christmassy flavors, right. clove, the ginger, fucking nutmeg. Absolutely fucking delicious. I, I, I get a feel that they um that they had like a, a positive uh, feedback with um the the third one in the lineup, and they kind of just uh, played on what was good about that one and just drove up those flavors a, a bit more. But um, that gingerbread in here is definitely distinctive, and. Uh, uh, you're still getting those like dark fruits, uh, those dry dark fruits, those um, uh, car uh, caramelly uh, sweetness, but um, yeah, a whole different spice um, showing. And the aftertaste is actually really good. Like really tastes like a cookie. I'm it's like, got a nice finish to it, and uh, yeah, the 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 body on it, it's it's nice. It's it's a medium body. Um, it's very satisfying. Yeah, it's not it's not a dry finish like the other one. This one definitely lingers for a little bit. You kind of get the taste again. It, it coats your mouth. It, you definitely have a full body here. It's definitely something that you would kind of sip on, enjoy. Very holiday, very seasonal. The spices are right. This is nice, nice uh, all around beer. Uh, I think on, on myself, I would write this. I uh, rate this one uh, closer to an eight on this one. An eight. Uh, this one's got a, an eight point five for me. Um, I'm really happy with the flavor. Um, 11 percenter. So, uh, I think they just did the fuck out of this, uh, style with, um, with a great seasonal, uh, take 
8.5 for me as well. <clears throat> I'm really loving this fucking gingerbread cookie taste, like finish to it. It's fucking, I don't know how the fuck they accomplished that, but it's fucking beautiful. It's an 8.5. It's also going to be an 8.5 for me. They did an amazing job really bringing out the gingerbread. Um, at the same time, it's, it's not overpowering. Um, you get like, you can pretty much taste every spice uh, that you would expect to be in, in uh, gingerbread. Uh, the body's great. The, it's got a beautiful uh, color to it as well. Um, solid 8.5. Uh, it's going to be an 8.5 for me as well. It's just that, that follow through of the flavor of the of the gingerbread flavor all the way through. I think with that, um, what is it, 11%? Jeez. Yeah, that, that gives it a solid 8.5 for me. Yeah, it's definitely not something I took into account too. That yeah, this is really nice. Eleven. None of these beers have I have I uh, felt the percentage that that's on the label. You know, I was just about to touch on that too because for eleven percent, uh, the booze is very well masked. Um, it doesn't taste like an eleven percenter. Um, so that's that's great. You know, I don't mind boozy beers, but I like it when the flavors that were intended to shine through uh, do so. Yeah, and keeping with those 11 percenters, I mean, the next one up is uh, Five Golden Rings coming in at 11.7. It's a Belgian-style golden ale brewed with a pineapple juice and spices. Ooh. This one's kind of like uh, coming out. Yeah, this is a like a fruitcake, you know, maybe. Get that pineapple in for the holiday gotcha. season. Five Golden Rings is the only golden ale in our 12 Days of Christmas series. We spiced up the natural pause in the classic song with cinnamon, allspice, and ginger, Along with the delicious, sweet, and tangy flavor of golden pineapple. Oh, that's a nice, nice all around. All right, let's see if I can uh, break this uh, curse that's plagued us. You hey! son of a bitch. <laughs> you did it. So that is a take on Ariana Grande? Fifth time's the try, huh? That was a take on Ariana Grande? Good job, man. Good job of fucking breaking the cycle, dude. I was, I was worried there for a Ariana minute. Grande? Had to, had to. All righty, cheers, guys. Cheers. Fucking A. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh, dude. Okay. Okay, so I'm getting Belgian with a splash of like a uh like a baked pineapple on the nose. It's it's not like fresh pineapple, it's like a like a real baked molassy kind of pineapple. This feels less Christmassy and more Hawaiian Christmas. Mm. Yeah, type. That well, that goes to like with the fruit cakes. I think like you know it's not, something about it, it. It is like really good. You could definitely taste the pineapple. It's true to its name on this one. I, I can appreciate that for sure. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, this totally tastes like a baked treat with some pineapple in it. Um, we get a little bit of that breadiness, that maltiness, and uh, paired with this molasses, molasses kind of. Uh, uh, sweetness that's coming through with the pineapple. Um, what is it? Maliki loka hana or some bullshit? Malakaliki maka. Motherfuckers. Right? Yeah. This is kind of reminiscent. Um, my previous workplace, I used to have this lady who used to come by every Wednesday and she baked some very delicious pastries at her home. I used to come sell them. She used to have this pineapple bran muffin 
That was amazing. And this reminds me of it because it has, uh, you know, it, it tastes kind of like a pastry because of all the spices that are in it. It's it's bready again because it's it's Belgian. And it's got that, like like you said, baked pineapple, like or like the same kind of pineapple flavor you'd get like after you, um, like you roast a ham in the oven or whatever. Fuck you know, yeah. Pineapple on it. So yeah, yeah it's, it's delicious. And actually, this is the first beer in this lineup that uh, I get um, like almost instantly, like... Uh, like a particular smell or, or scent, you know, coming through uh, right on the nose. That's exactly what I was going to say, dude. This would be great with a honey-baked ham. Holy fuck, right? yeah. It's perfect. Guys, I'm so sorry to do this. All right. I do have to be out. Okay. Uh, All right, Anakin. I'll be back Anakin. as soon as I can, as I as I possibly can. It's been a fucking pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. See you Thanks five for years joining us. Oh, no, <laughs> no, not five years. The force Cheers, is brother. strong and they shall bring us together sooner than rather. Yes, thanks sooner for joining us, uh, Anakin. Cheers, my brother. Well, having you here, man. You're a fucking brother to all of us. Even yes, though sir. we're giving you shit the past fucking trilogy. Merry Christmas, Anakin. Thanks for stopping by. Alrighty, so uh, we actually didn't get to rate it with Anakin in studio, but um, uh, sir, you'll be uh, sorely missed. I hope that this isn't the last time we see you as a guest here. Uh, it's very far, few and far between when we get to actually spend that quality time. So, again, thanking Anakin for showing up. Uh, we're going to rate Hopefully this. Hopefully now he'll fucking listen. <laughs> he's on the fucking podcast. <laughs> nah, I still don't think he's going to listen. All right, so this is where we uh, begin the undressing of him. This is where we start talking shit where he can't defend himself. <laughs> No, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's time to put it in your mouth. You put go. it in his mouth, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to get to the rating on the five. What is it? Five. Five. Gisa Lane. No, Gisele. it's five. Uh, golden rings. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, Four that's that three. Two. Wait. Three. No, giving it. Three. Two. What? Did we just have in front of us? Yeah, we're calling birds. Three <laughs> French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Boom, boom. I was going to go something, something, something. <laughs> Five golden <laughs> rings. Four golden <laughs> doves, two turtle no. doves. Yes. <laughs> All right, fuck it. For me, that's an eight, man. That five golden rings gives me a... An eight, a solid eight, uh, beautiful sweetness with it, uh, a really nice take on the Belgian. Never had a Belgian like it. So a solid 8.5. I'm going to give it 8.5. It's an 11.7, so 8.5. I'm going to have to correct you on that. It's actually a golden ale. Oh, shit. You're, you're absolutely it's right. It's a golden yeah. ale. It does have like that Belgian-y kind of uh, it does. flavor profile to yeah. it. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an eight for me as well. It's a lot of flavor. It's... Uh, delicious the, the pineapple really won me over Definitely. um especially since it's like it's got that like cooked pineapple that baked pineapple taste to it it, it kind of tastes a little like uh citrusy and uh, citrusy i guess you could say the sick part away from it and you get that pineapple sweetness that you know um you don't usually see in beer so that's great it's probably a first time for me yeah i think uh by acidic it's kind of like a natural fruit filling like it, it you know, like you said, it wasn't too acidic, but uh, it kind of gave you the idea that you were biting into like actual pineapple. Uh, it was really good. I would still stick with an eight on it. I think eight is like a very solid rating, you know, on my end. 
this is like definitely uh up there uh it's great it's flavorful um again it's really light it has a nice color to it uh i'm, I'm sticking with the nate it's solid eight it's an eight for me as well uh it's a fucking beautiful fucking beer again hawaiian christmas has been eight, a fucking guys? goal of mine for the fucking longest to spend christmas in fucking hawaii and this brings me just a little fucking inch closer to it i i think this deserves better man it's an 11.7 you know where can this beer improve you know it's it's already a really high ABV. Um, I, I'm I'm doing 8.5 because I feel it's super solid for um, for uh, the content and I think the flavors uh, awesome. It's very unique. I think it could improve if I had more of it, more flavor, <laughs> no more beer, <laughs> more ABV. It needs more malakaliki maka. <laughs> uh, okay, you know it can it can do with a little bit of Christmas in there. Uh, what about you, man? How would you say that it's gonna that that it could improve? Yeah, I mean, uh, like maybe a little bit more uh, full. Like it, all the flavor profiles were good. I I feel like I could have taken it up like a little bit more of a notch. Maybe that would have came with aging. Maybe that would have come for like a little bit longer. I I don't really know, but I feel for like sure. the, it just could have been a little bit uh, more forthcoming with the flavors. Very well balanced. Very good. Uh, but it just it could have had a little bit more of a punch and still been very good quality tasting. All right, fuck it. Um, I'm going to fucking go right into uh, six beer in today's lineup. It's going to be six geese allaying. This is a Belgian-style dark ale brewed with Cape gooseberries. I don't know what the fuck gooseberries are. Like, uh, why are they wearing capes? <laughs> <laughs> I know, no shit, right? Cape gooseberries. 11.7 ABV as well. And let's see here. It says six geese allaying is a return to the more classic dark and toasty winter ale. Following the appropriate blonde, five golden rings. Brewed with Cape gooseberries, this malty ale displays notes of plums, dark cherry, and bright citrus-like flavors from the namesake berries. Alrighty, let's see what we got here. Fuck. <laughs> he tried his hardest, too. I did. I really wanted to... I really want to leverage through not strength. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of starting to believe it is the lighter. This lighter is all fucked up. I, I think that's the one that I used. I'm not sure. Dude, that shit's bent. Here. Boom. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all righty, guys. Let's see what we got here. Alrighty, gentlemen. Six geese of lane. Let's see what we got. Cheers. 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 I'm on Belgian overload already, man. I got to tell you. It's not a style that I visit frequently. In fact, I don't believe that we've even had a single Belgian uh, previously. On, 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 featured on any uh, episode before. We didn't have a quadruple on here? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we had the fucking uh, 12 drummers drumming. Oh, no shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which spawned this, the exactly. fucking 12 days of Christmas thing. All right. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Holy shit. That's berries. That is fucking berry. Holy shit. I wasn't expecting that. 
you know, I, I know I'm going to get shit for this. I know you guys aren't going to like it, but the nose, as it's coming through, I don't know why, but it smells like nail polish remover to me. Damn, this, this really? is not a pleasant nose a to bit. me. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, like, it, the taste is not like that. The taste is is good. It's still not, it's not my favorite along the line. It's not a bad beer. It's a good beer. But the, the nose on it, just for some reason, as soon as I got that smell of it, it just, um, I don't know, maybe more alcoholy than than flavorful. I don't get really the spices. I don't get a lot to it in, on the nose. The booze is really coming through on the nose. Really like an ethanol? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I would say, I'd say it's, um, it, it kind of is definitely a little bit boozier than uh, most of the lineup, um, at least on like the warmth that I'm getting from it as well in the mouth. Um, those, those fucking berries are insane though. It, it's, um, it's a really, really bright splash that's, um, sitting on top of the base beer of like that, that Belgian dark base. What was the percentage on on this one? Eleven point seven. Man, all these are coming in about the same. Yeah, yeah. This one, I think it, it shows through a little bit more on the on the booziness on it. Definitely does. I do get that fucking nail polish remover thing. Yeah, you're talking about exactly like it, like like fucking ninety nine cent store nail polish remover. Exactly. Yeah, that that purple stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, I will say that this one has a bit more carbonation than the rest of the beers that we've had. Um, so it's it's nice. Um. It's definitely got like a fruity flavor to it. Um, it's it's good. Um, slightly underwhelming, um, but yeah, you can definitely feel um, the warmth of the alcohol traveling down as, as you know it makes way to your stomach. Yeah, I I think I'm, I guess kind of jump ahead a little bit, but I think I'm already like a maybe like a six point five on this one, six actually. <laughs> like it, it's kind of, it's on a lower end for me. It, it's still, you know, above average. It's still quality beer, but I think the nose takes a lot away from me. And I think when I'm comparing it alongside with the series, I feel like uh, how you mentioned earlier, some of the previous ones, they took the notes from the what they, their predecessors. And on this one, I felt like they kind of maybe started a new direction. Maybe number seven will be good, but this one was just kind of like, uh, I don't know, didn't it's missing a lot to me. I think it's going to be a seven for me. I do see that nail polish remover thing. But I think that's intentional in the nail polish remover, kind of like that berry smell in addition to the ethanol. So I can see where it's kind of reminiscent of that, but it doesn't take away from the beer. Mm. It, it's but, bright. It's fucking it. It's light and it's crisp. Mm. For me, it takes away a little bit just because I can't inhale the beer. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, I know that's the ultimate way of being an alcoholic, just inhaling fucking beer. But yeah, no, I know. I can enjoy the full experience of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the more I do sip, uh, the more booze I'm getting, definitely. So, a little heavy-handed on the booze for this one. Um, I'm gonna have to give this one a seven point five. I want to give it an eight because that flavor is um definitely one of a kind. I've never had a gooseberry, but um, it the it this is like dark fruit with uh with like which is usually a very like um. Uh, a very full um, kind of pungent flavor with a splash of bright berryness on top. So it's 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 really really special. Uh, again, another another beer I've never had anything like. So I think I, I'm gonna go with the with the eight on it for me. Yeah, the snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> uh, but honestly, yeah, like I said, it's, it's a it's carb more carbonated than the previous beers that we've had uh, uh, today or tonight. Um, 
the I'm not really digging the tartness so much, so it's gonna be like a six and a half for me. Six point five. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm on the same page. Yeah, it's, it's all all around. I don't know. Just what was that the for business you, Seven. Seven for me. All right, I'm sticking with an eight. You got a six point five. You got a six point five. All righty. Okay. All right. So we're gonna take a, a little breather real quick to just chat up, and then uh, we're gonna go knock those uh, next three <laughs> as soon as uh, we catch our breath here. Holy fuck! Whose idea was this? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Born in a manger. Mm-hmm. Any of that ringing a bell? Dude, I gotta yeah. tell you something. I just fucking um, I just read up on. Jesus is born yeah. in the summertime. I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. There's uh, sheep. There was shepherds. If there's shepherds, there's got to be sheep. If there's sheep, there's got to be grass. There ain't no fucking grass in fucking Jerusalem in the fucking winter, something like that. The sheep were the people. Mm. Sheep, uh huh. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. No, dude. Um, I just fucking uh, came across an article that was talking about. Um, I really hate that I'm bringing it up now that Anakin's not in here. But um, it was about mushrooms, and um, it's uh, particularly uh, I'm a I'm a something I don't know, but they're like the they're like the iconic mushroom. Like you ever fucking think of like a psychedelic painting with mushrooms, the like red with white spots kind of deal, the iconic psychedelic fucking painting mushroom, those things. Uh, I read about a connection with them in Christmas. Motherfucker, I told you about that. Oh, really? Yes. All right, well, then tell me about it now, man. No, go uh, ahead. I don't remember <laughs> that. I don't remember you telling me about this, but... Recorded um, one of the previous episodes. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. So, all right, so the the obviously the fucking... Uh, why do we get, like, green, red, and white colors in Christmas? So, um, there was uh, these, like, shaman that existed um, in... I don't even know what fucking culture it was, but these guys would harvest mushrooms and then for winter solstice december 21 they would just get them all they would dry them all up and then get them in a big sack and then they would hand them out throughout the fucking town and uh, that was a tradition and so uh like there's like so many things that like tie into all the christmas decor that we that we think as just as like a fucking common to us now um the 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 mushroom if consumed at like high dosage, it is actually lethal. It's, it it could be a fatal dose. So w- what you do to eliminate that is you uh, dry them. So what this sh- these shaman would do, and the, where you find these fucking mushrooms is under evergreens and conifers. So they would get them and then they would hang them from the fucking branches of the conifers. So if you can imagine, these were fucking conifers and evergreens stacked with fucking red and white mushrooms all over them, hanging from them. And they would dry out. When they dried out, those dosages would get to a, a safe level. Late, uh, level, and um, this guy would fucking go around. Uh, since it was winter at this time, there'd probably be snow. It'd probably be hard to get into people's homes from like the snowfall or some bullshit like that. So um, the guy would like cross over and then drop them into sh- chimneys as well. That's like the whole fucking Santa Claus coming down the chimney shit. Um, uh, there's like so many other things, and then you could probably enlighten us with. More of that. Yeah, the whole idea of like presents underneath the Christmas tree comes ex- specifically right. from that. Right. The red and uh, white mushrooms that grow under these fucking pine trees, these fucking conifers, these fucking Christmas trees, which we, we would 
traditionally considered a Christmas tree. And in addition to that, reindeer are attracted to these mushrooms. There this is go. what they feed on. Yes. So that whole like connotation between reindeer and Christmas and like Christmas tree, uh, presents under the tree are like the our origins. The, the origins of those fucking stories come from these fucking mushrooms. Like fucking Saint Nick fucking passing out these mushrooms. They have a slight psychedelic effect as well. So you can picture this man fucking flying from the sky, dropping fucking presents. Yeah. Down Same fucking thing chimneys. with the reindeer. Yeah. These people are out there munching on shrooms and looking at the reindeer right beside them, munching on shrooms too. And what do you fucking know it? Yep. Uh, Rudolph has a red nose. Red is probably the fucking mushroom leading you through a psychedelic journey. As people well. walking on water and stuff like that. Like, man, quite <laughs> <laughs> <Despite> the journey. <laughs> no shit. No shit, man. I see it all ties together now. So this is the this is part of the stoned ape theory. Um, Joe yes. Rogan talks a lot about this. Terrence and, McKenna. Uh, okay, there's another fucking guy that uh, that's uh, on the forefront mm-hmm. of this theory. It's the fact that um, there was a bunch of monkeys. They found a bunch of shrooms, and they were like, "Holy fuck!" And that expi- expanded their brains, and that led to fucking bigger brains and us being able to like think critically and all this kind of shit. So I thought it was a really interesting theory. Uh, another thing, a little note. On the reindeer thing, um, these people, the same people that were munching on shrooms over here, they were actually drinking the reindeer piss. piss, Yeah, Yeah, because um, it was processed already, and all of the um, lethal dosage and all the anything that could be. And that's where the psychedelic thing comes in. It's after it's processed through the fucking reindeer, the urine becomes psychedelic. There you go. Yeah, these fools are drinking fucking deer piss, bro, to get all (laughs) fucked up. They're onto something, man. Pacquiao, he drinks his own piss. And look, he's a fucking superhero. <laughs> you know, he fucking runs the government. He sings, dances, and fucking boxes, man. This guy's everywhere. I think drinking piss, there's something to it, man. Must be, man. Are you willing to give it a go? <laughs> well, I mean, I've been on a steady regimen so far. A, and, you know. I got to take a piss real quick. Just open your mouth. <laughs> tell me how you feel. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, it's just like Coors Banquet, so don't even trip. Oh, shit. There you go. <laughs> Dude, this whole fucking uh, stoned ape theory is fucking incredible. There's this, uh, in the fossil records, there's fucking missing fucking portions where it's just like, it goes from a small brain fucking ape to this fucking giant brain fucking thing, which we are today, specifically me. Um, <laughs> it shows. Yeah. <laughs> big brain, big head. I mean, I guess. Yeah. What is, what is that? Have to is that like a fucking 40 waist? <laughs> 38 now bro working on it. yeah working on your proportions. he trimmed his eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> he's losing some of the long house from the back of his head oh, i actually think i've gained some with age <laughs> that shit looks all grumpy bro <laughs> You make a good security guard, dude. Don't you like measure their their quality based on how many rolls are on the back of their head? (laughs) (laughs) That's your body being all fucking like disappointed from being negligent. It's all grimacing, bro. bro. It's the fucking dichotomy of man, bro. (laughs) This happy face and then this sad face in the back. (laughs) Smile now, cry later. Under, don't under uh, you don't understand the complexity of my fucking being yet. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, turn around. I think I like the other guy better. <laughs> if you think this one shits on things, <laughs> this is the bright side, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, fuck. uh, 
Holy fuck. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I think I have an idea for you, uh, Oz, for next Halloween, dude. You could be like the mayor from fucking Halloween Town uh, uh, from fucking uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That could be you, fool. Just, just saying. Oh my god, that'd be perfect. He's kind of like awkward, always yelling and then like screaming and stuff like that. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <sighs> Fuck it. Seven Swans of Swimming. Moving on to the next fucking beer. It's a Belgian-style quadruple ale. Fucking beautiful. This comes from the brewery. Um, <laughs> no shit. Seven Swans of Swimming is our take on Belgian quadruple. This ale might not be as out of the box as some of our past winter brews, but it's just as rich and complex with notes of raisin bread, dried apricots, burnt caramel, and roasted pecans. Nice. Sounds promising. Let's do this. <laughs> Got most of the way. It's hissing at you, dude. Jesus Christ. Jesus oh, Christ. It's fucking yeah. lighter. Yeah. It's a lighter, right? Yeah. Got it. You think by now we would have had a fucking bottle opener in yeah. here, right? We're working on those. Something with your logo on it or bottle openers. <laughs> All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, man. Did you read this one? I think so. Yeah. This ale may not be as out of the box as some of our past winter brews, but it's just as rich and complex. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm, li- I'm liking it. Yeah, this is a, this is a real good taste. It's good on the nose. Like they said, not out of the box, but it, it's it's very uh, full. You know, they did what well, they did something simple and they did it well. Yeah, that's a fucking Belgian quad, all right. Mm-hmm. So we got, um, it's like a a little a little bit of a haze, on like a, on like a deep deep amber brown. Bit of a head on it. It's uh, like super khaki, super tan, a little rocky. Not not much lacing to speak of. Definitely thicker than the other ones that we've had. This one this one is starting to get a little more textured, I think. Very bright as well. A lot of fucking bright spicy notes. Yeah, I like the body on it. And then it's um uh it's very rich and yeah, uh, unlike some of the other beers that we had in this lineup, um, the finish is not very dry. It does leave a, a, a lingering taste. Uh, to me, I get some cacao um, and then also get like the roastiness of like pecans. I know you're, is it you, Anthropus, who's a fan of pecan pie? I fucking love pecan pie, bro. I'm not a big God fan damn. of it. I'm not a big fan of it. It's just, it's too much, man. But uh, it's it's got just the right amount of pecans in, in uh, this beer. Pecans. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy that says caramel. I say caramel. Yeah. It's apricots too. Just by the by the <laughs> way, apricots. Apricot. I'm sorry. Are you the authority on this or something? Like it's apricots, <laughs> homie. Yeah, he watches I'm The fat. Simpsons. <laughs> He's a real smart guy. He watches The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, but judging by your size, you don't eat very much fruit. <laughs> yeah, but I specifically say no apricots. 
<laughs> and they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, unless they're covered with caramel. Yeah. yeah. Dried and coated in sugar. And then place them to a beer. Yes. <laughs> you know, this is this is a nine point one. I would say that this one is kind of coming through strong, not necessarily boozy, but it it does have like a. I I feel like I feel the nine point one, kind of like on the throat. Not bad, you know. It's not super strong, but I feel like it it's a uh, it's definitely a present. It's not really a mask like some of the other ones that we've had. Seven Sons Swimming. Yeah, and then yes. uh, I feel like this is one of those beers where um. It's very enjoyable. You kind of just want to sip on, like, kick back, relax, sip on it a little bit. And one of those beers where, um, you know, even if it gets a little bit warmer, like some of the flavors will start to uh, change a little bit, and will change a little bit. And then, um, so yeah, uh, I think it's one of those that you can kind of just sip on. You don't really have to worry about finishing it before it gets warm. Yeah, I think it, either it, way, the flavors will be delicious. It, it is a bit of a uh, of a more more of a winter warmer take. On, on a Belgian quad style. So are these, you know, I know that this might be blasphemous then, just opening them right away, but are these all supposed to be aged a little bit? or are just, they... dude, just like any fucking, any like bomb, you could do whatever you want with it. You could have, you can enjoy it. There's a lot of people cracking open uh, Bourbon County 2019s as we speak. But, um, you know, some other people are going to, some people are going to do that. Some people are going to fucking let that shit hang out for one, two, three years. Well, some of them have like a, a shelf life like there's like the enjoy buy and a freshness day and like you know so are all of this this whole collection is, i'm asking is it all built to be aged or are there any of these that i would have to stagger off like a max shelf life that could add to the case as a whole uh yeah i want to say typically you don't want to go about like more than five years that's really when most of the um ageable beers are going to kind of round out and you're going to get like as as mellowed out as a pro flavor profile uh, from it. Um, typically with a lot of other beers as well, if you go past that mark, you do run the risk of um, uh, the beer souring as well. So anywhere between now and five years, you're good. Uh, we just decided to enjoy them immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not mad at that either. Yeah. True I mean, alcoholic fashion. He's been mm -hmm. aging for 30 years and he's rounding out pretty nice. Thank you. But it also becoming really sour. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm kind of taking a step back from joking with people outside of my circle because a lot of these jokes, they're not landing, man. It's just really bad. People are I, fucking stupid out there, bro. I guess, I guess, dude, but I'm also like being like offensive. And um, what? Yeah, I mean, what, what kind of jokes would be offensive? <laughs> like that you, you I can't, I can't picture in that type of scenario. <laughs> no, I found myself in a couple recently, and it's just real bad. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna step back and uh, I'm gonna try a little bit more of like this, like cheesy humor that's more digestible. Yeah, I've done this at work now. Like, <laughs> I started getting comfortable with these people, so yeah. I started joking more and more and kind of pushing the fucking boundary. And then. I got to the point where I went too far, and I'm like, oh, shit, these aren't my friends. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, necrophilia jokes never land quite the way you're expecting them to. <laughs> yeah. They land here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Real deadpan. Yeah. <laughs> Morbid humor, man. Yeah, apparently they do not like cracking open a cold one. <laughs> <laughs> they never gonna, told me otherwise 
I'm gonna move on from this. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stupid people out there, man. And some people, I don't know. It, you have to realize that some people don't have a fucking sense of humor. Just plain and fucking simple. And I think the way we've always gone about things is like feeling that people are always in part of the joke, but like they're in on the joke. And that's kind of our general demeanor when we're walking around talking shit, like as if this person is in on our joke, but they're not, they're fucking outsiders. They, they don't know our sense of humor. They don't know. We don't know their fucking sensibilities either. So it, it's kind of hard to fucking just walk that fucking line as well. Yeah, a lot of people, they, they tie their sense of humor along to their morals and their opinions. And so something it, they don't want to, they're not able to see if, if something's funny behind it at its, at its rawest, you know, form. Because they're so distracted by how horrible it is for them to digest. You yeah, know, dude, any morbid. fucking BuzzFeed article now is like, that's not funny. How do yeah. people find that funny? Like, what the fuck? Like, put yourself in the shoes of a racist. And then tell me it's not funny. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's all about perspective. <laughs> yeah, but as long as you're like able to completely disregard morals, our humor it really starts to appeal to you. <laughs> I'm not immoral. No, you have morals. Yeah. Yeah, they might not be like in line with the most of the population, but there's morals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, I I'm gonna try one of these on you, you know, because I'm saying I'm stepping back from these. Okay. I just want to see if it's just me. <laughs> or it like I don't know I'm that's not reading the room right. So here goes. So I was going down on my grandmother the other day, and her pussy tasted like horse cum. I had to stop myself for a second and think, is this how she died? Oh. <laughs> All right, then it's that, not just me. Then cool. That that joke was full bodied. Uh, had a lot of elements to it. C complex. You know, took a second to digest. Lingered. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How the fuck do you know what horse cum tastes like? Okay. <laughs> That's your problem? That's my concern with this joke. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. no problem with the dead grandma eating out part? Hmm? No. Because no. <laughs> no. I made sense. <laughs> I think you just took your Mr. Hands fandom like way fandom. out of proportion, dude. Like, fuck. I'm a big fan. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that that was pretty extreme. Yeah, but but I like it, you know, and I can appreciate it, and I Thank and you. I can put myself in the shoes of a man who's eating the pussy <laughs> of his dead grandmother after it has been filled with horse cum, and I can find the humor in that. See perspective. You know? <laughs> I don't want to picture that. You're a grandma half full of horse semen kind of guy, aren't you? <laughs> you know, it could be worse. You could be having a closed casket funeral. You know, I'm just saying, you know. That's, that's true. That could be worse. <laughs> well, Open yeah. casket you get to see. Or... Yeah, because you can't, you can't jizz on her, you know. You can't jizz on her face. Oh. Give her your final blessing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey. You're sick, man. <laughs> it might work better for cover considering those fucking rhino pills they're gonna take forever to fucking come on his fucking drama that so is like, a special you know, occasion the, the casket's gonna be grandma's <laughs> <laughs> <Kermis> funeral <laughs> it's gonna last a week dude <laughs> you don't really have to worry about timing on that one though because you could just you know 
You could definitely take your time before you strangle her. <laughs> Just be patient, bros. Patience is a virtue. <laughs> oh my god. These are new heights. Or new lows, actually. These are new lows. It's more appropriate. I don't know. We were talking a long time ago about holding two people as mannequins. <laughs> two dead people. Two yeah. dead people and making them make out with each other. <laughs> so it's on par. Why why were you guys doing that? <laughs> Just for like a weekend at Bernie's type thing? Or yeah, what? kind of like that. Sort of. Right. But um there's this uh there's this um this I guess tribe of people that one of their traditions is on one day of the year they exhume their dead. And uh, they bring them up to hang out with them for a while. It's kind of like going to visit your grandma at the fucking nursing home. But it's her grave and you're digging her up and then propping her up. And they, they like putting cigarettes in their mouth because they used to like to smoke. That's sweet. They have like a beer there. But they're like legit whole, like fucking hanging out with corpses. So I'm just like, you know, what if you just get grandma and grandpa and then. You know, let them get another go. You know, still like help them sex. out with that. Exactly, <laughs> mm. help them out with that. Just give them a hand. Especially if they used to make you watch before, then you're just kind of like reenacting what, what's already there. Yeah, you already know what's up. Well, you're all living in the same fucking hut, so for sure you saw them fucking yeah. a couple times. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, just fucking hold them up together, grandma and grandpa. Keep I mean, dude, we're not too fucking tree. far from that. Honestly, like fucking pioneers and like. What two, three generations ago, like the only family portraits they ha really had of each other was when the fucking the, the dead, yeah, with the yeah. dead, they would take a fucking family portrait with their fucking dead grandma or grandpa, and it was the only time they were able to afford uh, any photography. <laughs> That's why everybody looks like they're having a fucking bad time in those pictures. Man. <laughs> Kids are just fucking always fucking scared. Yeah, dude, because they're like legit posing with fucking grandma, and she's fucking, she's a goner. She just got run over by a reindeer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just pretty twisted, man. That's pretty twisted. That's kind of fucked up, though. Like, it's considerate, but it's fucked up at the same time. Because, like, fuck, we never made the time. Right. Know? Dude, just get her while she's still warm, bro. Come on. <laughs> she's Rigor mortis hasn't set in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, just prop her up real quick and vámonos. Cheese. <laughs> That's growing on her corpse. <laughs> the mushrooms. What kind of color mushrooms were those? <laughs> that must be some good cheese. Corpse cheese? Yeah. You think so? I think so. Real funky, huh? Yeah. The like funky expensive cheese type, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Someone died for that shit. Nothing <laughs> like the blue spots on it, you know, little holes. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and then if she died in a fire, then you're fucking golden, dude. It's like having smoked cheese, you know? It's all melty, real nice and stringy. <laughs> fucking disgusting. Jesus Christ. What the fuck happened? <laughs> we're, we're having a good time. What happened? <laughs> I think you guys might want to explore editing for the first time on this one. <laughs> like those whole... <laughs> I took a turn for the worst there. Oh, uh, dude, let's move on to the next fucking beer. Some people don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't think we rated this last beer. Uh, so, Do we? No, I don't no. think we have. No, no. So uh, I'm going to start with my rating. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a seven. It, it, it's good. Um, 
but not great. So, I mean, uh, I guess you could say, you know, um, having the, bre the brewery, the brewery on the label, you know, kind of sets a high standard. And this is not a bad beer by any means, but um, it's going to be just, you know, a seven for me. Um, I think it's a seven for me. It's not, it's, it doesn't feel as full bodied as the other ones. Uh, the flavors are there, but it's not, maybe we're just kind of, I don't know. We're doing too much fucking Belgian style today. No shit, man. Like, like I, I said that like two beers ago, I'm, I'm on Belgian overload right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm giving it a seven. I, I think they did this well. Um, it's definitely well rounded, but it's just, uh, it's just done well. I mean, it, it's not, like they said, they didn't think out of the box on this one. They were true to the label with it. I give them credit for that. Definitely, you know, drink it again, but it, it's a solid seven. All righty. Uh, I think for me, it's probably going to come in at a 7.5. I really like the sweetness. Um, I love the, the strong malt backbone on it and um, a little bit of like a toasty caramel on the, on the sweetness. I love it. It's a solid fucking Belgian quad. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I think uh, the only reason I'm rating it at a seven um, is th is that malt backbone that you speak of, and uh, you know I, I really appreciate the body on it. It's pretty rich, and I think that's kind of a totally saving grace for me. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, not to kind of step step away from these ones is yes. uh, you know taking a little bit of a break is our next Alec one. Cleanser, man. Eight maids of milking an imperial milk stout. Now, yes. uh, I love uh, milk stouts. I, I love lactose in general. And so I'm really happy with this one. I'm not sure, guys, Matron, how you're going to respond to this milk stout. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh, there goes your fucking toilet. Not <laughs> <laughs> this again. <laughs> Fuck. Why? Uh, but oh. I'm really looking forward to this. I love milk stouts. And uh, yeah, this sounds like it's going to be great. There's uh, eight meats of milking. Is <laughs> brewed with lactose, <laughs> which is the only type of sugar that is unfermentable by yeast this gives the finished beer a creamy sweetness which perfectly complements the robust layers of milk chocolate and subtle spices uh a sense from our house belgian yeast at 11.3 milk stuff all right oh man uh, i actually i've had a couple of these that we've already enjoyed but um i do remember having this when it was released and uh, I got to say, by far my favorite in the series, as I remember. Um, fuck, let's revisit it, man. Okay. Fucking A, dude. What the fuck, Fucking shot. alcoholic. All right, you know, you're just going to open up the beer for all of us now. <laughs> oh, shit, fuck it. All right. All right, it's all poured out now. Man, I, I'm really happy with this pour. Nice and dark. Let's do a cheers. Cheers, guys. Let's have this. Fuck. I needed to fucking get some water in this fucking mug. I'm still smelling Belgian, man. Mm. All right, with a little bit of swirl in there. Mm. Nice, beautiful fucking rocky tan head on this. Mm. Has that lactose on it right away. You can taste it like, oh, that's really good. I, I like the way it sits on, sits on the tongue. Like a chocolate milk, you know, almost mm -hmm. like it's a little bit more like thick, full. Yeah, the the brew has got we've got a fucking real head here. Uh, this thing is rocky, 
Um, it's a it's a, a medium tan head, and the lacing on this is very present. Uh, that thing is crawling down from the sides of the glass. Um, the beer is definitely full-bodied, and it's just uh, very creamy and really sweet. Yeah, I will say that out of the beers we, we've had so far, this is the most visually appealing to me anyway. Uh, yeah, like uh, it's got that nice uh, rocky tan head. Uh, it fucking poured out like uh, nitro cold brew. If you've ever had nitro cold brew, it's fucking it's been my fucking favorite from Starbucks from like forever now, dude. And it poured out just like that, you know, poured out tan. It kind of dissipated. The darker colors came through. Um, yeah, it's got a beautiful uh, fucking body to it, man. It's, it's rich. It's very decadent. Yeah, this is a fucking beautiful fucking beer. We, I mean, this is our fucking shit. Fucking stouts, milk stouts specifically. God damn, the brewery fucking came through with this one. I, have, I don't think I've ever had a stout from the brewery. Yeah, and this is like eleven percent on this one. Oh, uh, we got an eleven point three here. Yeah. So I'm I'm not typically a big fan of like Belgian stouts, um, because I like I really do quite enjoy the American stout, the American Imperial stout, the American um double stout uh, i love that because it's usually um you know a fucking solid malt and um there's never any yeast to speak of um sometimes they'll be heavily hopped and everything um but they're super roasty and then the belgians uh belgian salts they still give you a little bit of hint of that belgian mm. yeastiness so um it's a it's a strange uh stout style in my opinion but the addition of the lactose making this a creamier mouthfeel really, really brings it home for me. Um, it's probably the, uh, the, the, the Belgian stout that I enjoy the most that I've ever had. Yeah, and then it's also got this, um, this really toasty malt backbone. Um, I think it's about as far as you can toast the malt before you start getting a little bit of a bitter flavor. It's very smooth, though, and, and, and rich, but... Yeah, I can definitely taste the, the, the toasted malts behind it, and I'm loving it. Where's the booze? Where the fuck is the booze? Yeah. What's the percentage on this? 11.9? 11 11.3. 11 11.3. Yeah. Nothing. It's fucking smooth. It's fucking... God damn it. It's velvety because of that fucking lactose. This is the first time I hear that lactose is a fucking sugar? Yeah, is I that didn't right? know that either. Yeah. What the fuck? It's, uh, it says the only sugar that is unfermentable by yeast. That's fucking interesting so the way that um that that that's usually happening is you're adding sugar to the fucking to the brew and then the yeast comes in and it breaks it down and creates alcohol right it eats sugar creates alcohol it's a waste product and um so when they put when they chalk these beers up up with uh lactose uh you're not losing any of that sweetness uh you're just fucking imparting uh, a big helping of you know sugar that's not going to be broken down that's incredible i i did not know that yeah no i i, I want to say that this is my favorite so far in the series that we've had it's yeah. it's definitely maybe like it's a break from what we were having also it's it's kind of also another one of those like uh like the pineapple one just kind of off from the series not as much as the christmas uh but it like uh it still has a good nice uh spice and uh, full flavor to it i really like this one i i think i would give this one like a this one would be like 8.5 for me. I'm ready to give this a nine. Um, I'm fucking loving everything about it. Um, as I, I drank it more, and it, I get a, a, I got a little bit of uh, like a maple syrupy type flavor. 
just like a hint, you know, just enough to uh, sweeten sweeten the deal, so to speak. But yeah, a uh, solid nine. I'm fucking loving it. I'm loving it. Um, Anthropos' toilet is not going to love this, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're not shitting in my toilet today. Orgasmatron. <laughs> 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 this, is stop me. <laughs> this is definitely a beautiful beer i'm gonna give this an 8.5 uh reason being is it can improve on the roastiness and the maltiness consi considering it's a stout style belgian or the imperial milk stout yeah um it could be a little more malty a little bit more roasty more of like that traditional stout flavors a little bit more chocolatey even but it's good. It's a beautiful, like, milk stout. Lactose is there. The fucking creaminess is there. It's great. Yeah, I know. I've had a lot of different milk stouts, and uh, this this one really kind of uh, stands out for me. It, it's definitely up there on, on the milk stouts I've had. And like I said, I, I do favor these in general, so uh, um, this is kind of more where I'd be happy. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't shy away from giving it a 9, um, but I've had some that I, I would say are, are coming very close. And uh, maybe not on par. This is probably one of the better ones, but uh, that that's why I'm not giving it that like solid nine because I think nine is already like way more than I've had. You know? Yeah, there's definitely room for improvement here, mm -hmm. but it's still a beautiful it's beer. Uh, yeah, it's great. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a nine on this one. Uh, like I mentioned, it's probably uh, the Belgian South that I enjoy the most. I've had a few. I've had a handful, and uh, they're usually a little bit too heavy-handed on like the Belgian flavors. And I've never had one that that was a milk style, a Belgian milk style. This is the first and only that I've ever had. Uh, definitely, absolutely, still holds so far uh, through this lineup. Holds up as the best beer in in the box set for me in the collection. Um, but I guess we'll just have to uh, take a look at bottle number nine. Mambo number nine. Ooh, I like this. Nine ladies dancing. Nice. You don't even have to like commit suicide with the like bomb vest or anything. Get all those. <laughs> it's not nine virgins, bro. <laughs> it's not the same, bro. The ones that are dancing are never virgins, bro. <laughs> they told me they were. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my real job. <laughs> I'm only doing this to pay my way through school. <laughs> They're all like astrophysicists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bitch, you're like 40. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Holy shit. This is an ale with cacao nibs, vanilla, coffee, and some more lactose. Fucking <laughs> A, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inspired by the flavors and ingredients found in tiramisu. Oh. No shit. Including... Lady fingers, nine ladies dancing mimics the Italian dessert by whipping together flavor combinations at layers of its own. This includes notes of vanilla, chocolate, and coffee. Clearly, the leading ladies in this rich dessert like ale. This is an eleven percenter. Oh, wow, from the brewery, guys. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah. You need a different lighter? Do you need a different lighter? This one worked for me. <laughs> I also used the other one. That one worked for me, too. I'm definitely going to use that one next. I'm using that one next. 
There it is. That's it's what the it fucking is. lighter. Yeah, that's it is. Yeah. <laughs> what up? Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> where were we? Night we're ladies to, dancing. Yep, we're about to have some night ladies dancing. Yes. Let's do the damn thing. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Fuck, like, this is like work now, bro. <laughs> a struggle. Oh wow, that's that's really good. And they didn't even have to team up with Monstra. 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 <laughs> All right, so we got like a very deep uh, amber, like a ruby amber. A decent head too. The retention on it is yeah. uh, damn respectable. Um, holy shit, uh, a little bit of a rockiness to it. Uh, the nose is coming through with a little bit more of Belgian. Um, oh. Very, very nice sweetness to it. Little bit of, little hit of spice. This, I think, is more in line with that nitro that you're talking about, like as far as the filling. Whoa. It has like a creamy yeah. texture to it. Like, I, I really like this. I think the creamy is, is the best way I could describe it. Kind of like a waves over your mouth, you know? This is definitely like an unexpected sweetness. Uh, specifically speaking of like the fucking cacao nibs, I expected more of a bitter chocolatey taste, not mm -hmm. necessarily this fucking sweetness coming from it. I really love how the coffee, the roastiness is really, really way in the back. A lot of times when that flavor is featured in a beer, it's kind of given center stage. Right. And here that's not happening this is a touch of roast to it. I got a little bit of roastiness on the nose. Uh, so, like as soon as I took a whiff of it, it's like it was fucking coffee. Uh, but then I taste it, and I can taste the coffee, but it doesn't taste uh, very roasty. It's like smooth. It's it's velvety. Um, I'm really digging that. The cacao for me is a little bit in the background. Uh, you get towards the end of uh, of your sip. Uh, but it's present, um, and it's not too sweet, which is which is nice. Yeah, all the all the flavors seem to be very clear on here. The the coffee and the 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 chocolate, the the nibs, they they both kind of stand alone. That vanilla up front, though, mm -hmm. I think that's what's giving it that like light sweetness to it. Yeah, yeah, like I fucking love balcony. vanilla. That was a good expression for it. yeah. Definitely, definitely, um, a little bit of booze on this one. What is this one coming in at? Eleven percent. Yeah, I'm getting booze on it a bit. Um, but it's, uh, it's just fine. Uh, I think that, uh, when they up that flavor profile of the coffee, that kind of tends to hide a little bit of that better, but, uh, I really care for it just being kissed, like a kiss of coffee here, mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to, like I said, uh, getting center stage. Um, this is awesome. I'm going to go ahead. This is fucking unique. Uh, and, and, and I think that that's, uh, really what. Is so enticing about this pack. It's it, it's a collection of uh, uh, beers, uh, beer styles, uh, blends that are um, not something that you're gonna run into on a day to day, uh, or like on a regular six pack fucking kind of beer. I'm trying to like trace this back in my head, like chronologically, where they were at some that in that specific time when they brewed this beer. And that kind of seems to be in order with what they're doing. Like all the Belgian styles, that was kind of around the time where all like the delirium Belgian were kind of up in the fucking zeitgeist. Everybody wanted yeah. to fucking try delirium. 
because it was a unique style taste. Um, this cacao nibs and like ales and stuff was what four or five years ago. Yeah, Newcastle, all those like dark ales, brown ales were kind of pretty popular. So I'm I don't know why I'm expecting maybe some fucking hops in the next coming beers. Oh no, could shit, be wrong. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And I I don't know that um that they've really done that with their <clears throat> Christmas yeah um deal. Uh, I I I appreciate that you bring that up. That they're kind of. It seems like they're keeping up with the times through their progression here. Yeah. But it's a it's a keeping up with the times for the season as well. So I don't know that I've ever really ever seen a IPA marketed for like, a, you know, it doesn't really qualify like as like a winter warmer. Well, not necessarily like, an IPA, but just yeah. a little bit more hoppy. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. I will say that like uh, we kind of talked, some of them have been building on the last one and taking uh, advice or taking uh, tips. And this one, I, I say builds on the one that on the milk stout we just had. Mm-hmm. You know, being a fan of the milk stouts, I would give this nine ladies actually a nine. Like, I think this one does take it up a notch. It's a different one. Like you said, the coffee is uh, subtle, but it's very clear. You know, it, it's it's in the background, but it's very present. I feel like that that's hard to do, to have all those flavors come through so clearly and have some kind of be the star and some kind of linger. It's very well-rounded. It's very nice. This, this is a nine for me. This is going to be an eight for me. And like you said, like the, the coffee is a little bit subtle, but it's very present. Um, I can liken it kind of to like a, a very good supporting actor or actress in a film. Um, that's kind of how this coffee is playing now. It doesn't take center stage, um, but, you know, it's, it's a memorable um, appearance. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a solid seven point five for me. Uh fuck. Um, for me, I think I think you I think you got me on a fucking Belgian overload for real, man. Yeah, I'm I'm getting burnt out a little bit. I don't know if that has to do with like twelve different flavor profiles that I'm going through, or the fact that they're predominantly Belgian. But I am getting a little burnt out, and that that sucks because um, I, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm still enjoying them. But it's kind of the same thing of like if I had a lineup of twelve IPAs here, I'd be getting pretty fucking burnt out <laughs> of a fucking hot punch in the fucking mouth twelve times in a row. <laughs> so I'm getting this fucking yeasty fucking you know deal going on on every goddamn one of these fucking beers. So I'm 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 growing a little bit of, a little tired. I'm still gonna try to be objective about this. I'm gonna give this one an eight. Um, solid malt backbone beautiful fucking sweetness um I, I i i'm loving the coffee i um i love how subtle the coffee fucking taste is and um it's done with grace the the coffee was done gracefully and um i'm gonna give them an eight solid eight for me it's an eight for me as well i'm loving the sweetness the fucking velvetiness of it i'm the fucking cocoa nibs are incredible in this vanilla is fucking beautiful here um it's a solid eight for me. And I guess I'm standing alone rating it so high. I don't know why this one just jumped out to me. Like, I guess it just hits my flavor profile. You know, that, that coffee, mm-hmm. again, not overbearing. I have a cup of coffee every night before I go to bed. Jesus like, like, Christ. Yeah. No, it's, it's what puts me to sleep. And, uh, you know, this just it has that taste for me. It, it's something I could sip on. I could re- I maybe not replace my cup of uh, coffee at night, but, you know, I could have maybe like this instead <laughs> i get you on the cup of coffee before bedtime uh, i i do that a lot i don't do it as frequently um it doesn't really keep me from sleeping um 
but um i get good sleep dude I, i've had it to where if i don't have a cup of coffee at, at bedtime dude i won't feel as well rested it's like if you've right. ever heard of a caffeinated uh power nap it's kind of the same thing it's like you have caffeine you take a nap and you fucking wake up feeling energized dude like that 15 minute nap feels like you slept fucking six hours you know like yeah definitely. So I, I get you on that but yeah um yeah i mean i could this could probably fucking make me fall asleep too you know who knows Damn for you talking made me yawn, bro. You're <laughs> <laughs> making me fall asleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Is it> really? <laughs> that should look like you're dick. That should look like your cock full with the fucking with the curvy fucking. Yeah, it's, it's just lasted right now. It's last right now. Yeah, it fucking snuck the cigarette into my fucking pack, and it's like I was it's trying curvy to a little bit to the right, you know, like. Oh, I try, I try, I try. <laughs> okay, it's more of a, it's more of an obtuse angle, you know. Dude, I, hey, hey, I try to fucking throw hints at me, jackass. I don't want your fucking little dick. Hey, dude. I don't want your little dick. Hey, that is a hundred, by the way. Okay, as opposed to your fucking shorts over there, and also that shit. Sergeant? You should have left it like that, bro. That looks like a fucking cigarette out of Candy a Dr. Cane. Seuss book, bro. Uh -huh. Like if people were smoking in Dr. Seuss books, that's what cigarettes would look like. <laughs> Blue cigarette, green cigarette, left cigarette, right cigarette. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! Fuck it. You know what? Goddamn. Let's fucking go. Ahead oh and my get god. Fucking no. number 10. <laughs> let's get out of the way. Fucking let's do it, dude. Holy shit. This is a fucking marathon, dude. Holy fuck. I'm kind of glad these weren't bombers at this point. Really? I'm kind of fucking glad. All right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, especially spending between four people, like even a fucking bomber dude. We probably we'd have been fucking trashed as a motherfucker right now, oh, man. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, they're good. All heavy hitters, though. Yep, yep. And this is no different, man. Ten Lords of Leaping. We've got... Hold on. I just want to do a little something right here. Nah, it's impossible. I don't know how to fucking... What was the last one? It was nine... Golden Rings. Ten Lords of Leaping. Nine ladies dancing. Eight maids of milking. Seven swans are swimming. Six geese are laying. Five golden rings, four colors, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. I'm cutting all this out. Hold on, give me that lighter. Oh, I didn't fucking need it. Oh, yeah. Look at it. Oh, man. <laughs> he is woman hear him roar <laughs> i'm strong i'm beautiful i'm woman and you are also smart you and is you kind <laughs> you is important and you don't need no man <laughs> i don't want no strong this is a guy that ain't getting no love from me <laughs> Don't want no short dick, man. Hanging from his passengers. Hanging from his best the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Trying to holler at, at me. me. <laughs> 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 That's gay as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. Scrubs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she really hated being a nurse, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scrub is a uniform. Ain't got no love. Okay, that's terrible. <laughs> These are all gay. <gasps> yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm a little worried that you guys know the fucking words to the, to the song, dude. Mas puto. Are we recording right Destiny's now? Child, bro. Oh my god <laughs> How much of that did you catch? Everything <laughs> oh, Never stopped recording God damn it I rest my case <laughs> Alright fuck it Ten lords of leaping guys Ten lords of leaping Cheers guys yes. <sighs> Smells like a fucking Belgian beer mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh shit hold on I didn't read this motherfucker Oh shit okay uh, what was sale is known for warmth and spices. Our rendition goes leaps and bounds beyond a traditional winter warmer, drawing inspiration from the dark spice ales from Belgium and our love for experimental brewing in SoCal. This dark imperial wit ale features spices to complement the spice notes imparted from the yeast and prance upon the rich, dark fruited character of the specialty malts. Like, excuse me. Uh, this guy comes in at a 10.8%. All right, right, right. Yeah, it does taste like chai to me. I don't know. It, it does have a lot of spices in it. Um, like I said, this oh, one is kind of coming right. Right, right back yeah. around. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that was a fucking punch to the, to the palate right there, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely coming through with uh, some, uh, I want to say like, a, like dark cherry type of flavors. Um fucking right up front man that's real spicy yeah yeah that's it is real spicy real but big on the spice. it's like you know it's a fucking one-two punch you get the fruit up front and then you get the spice you know i was not expecting that at all yeah it's got a really pleasant tartness to it that i think is absolutely necessary when you put this much spice into it you have to balance those two out and those two are are definitely being super featured in this beer um real sweet that dark fruit doesn't have that like fermented earthiness it's more of like a dark fruit sweetness, and um, the spice is nuts. Coriander, and uh, I'm just getting a fuckload of coriander in this motherfucker. Yeah, it, it definitely has like a good punch to it. it. It stands you up, but doesn't knock you out. You know, it definitely like uh, it catches your attention. You know, like you said, it, it a lot of front, but it, it wasn't overwhelming, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, dude, this woke me up, dude. I took a fucking first sip, and it, it like literally threw me back. Um, I get, I'm getting some fucking plum and, you know, yeah, coriander, you know, so it, it mixes pretty well, uh, balance is important and I think they, they're doing a good job of balancing the spice with the dark fruit notes. I don't have much to say on this beer. It's a, it's sweet. It's not to my liking. Mm. Um, okay. It's spicy. It kind of, it's reminiscent of prune juice. Oh shit! I, okay. I, I yeah. could see that. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely has those notes. I, I mean, it, it's not, it's not a bad beer. It seems like you don't really like it too much. I mean, yeah, this would be it wouldn't be something I would pick up typically, you know. But um, I definitely appreciate um, what they got going on here. Uh, I just, uh, I, I want to say that these people at the brewery, I can guarantee that they've been listening to wasted content. <laughs> because they knew that we'd pick this up and then they're like you know it's gonna be funny 
They're obviously going to have to get Orgasmatron in there. We're going to put two fucking lactose and a prune <laughs> juice in there. We're really going to fuck this motherfucker's sewage system up tonight. <laughs> Touche. Touche the brewery. Is there a plumber in the house? <laughs> it's a me, Mario. <laughs> With the fucking Mario references all day. Yeah, no shit. You got those Mario references on deck, bro? What you know about them fucking... What you, what you know about that choo-choo-choo, bro? I mean, I've been fucking preparing, man. I've been preparing, like, you know, after that, the fucking episode 12, you know, like, you know, I gotta get something in there. I gotta make myself relevant. You know, fucking Mario. Who doesn't know Mario? No shit. He's yeah. a fucking plumber. He's he's a fucking Guido, you know. He's a Guido? He, yeah. <laughs> he's a communist. <laughs> Come on, like dude, you. The, yeah, the color scheme. <laughs> this color scheme, he has to jump up, grab a flag with a star on it. Come on. Huh. You know, see that? Yeah, the color that he's wearing. He gets superpowers when it oh, turns into red and white. Right. You know, that's like when the guy with the red shirt that's yeah. a communist. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you would know something about that, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not a communist. I just believe in, you know, moving society forward as a, as a unit. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, comrade. Oh, no. Epho, do you know about that chun chun chun, bro? No? That's when you get, like, when you're a big Mario... And then you get hit by something, it goes like that. It goes, it goes, chun, chun, chun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be playing that shit and I'd be like, fuck, I got chun, chun, chun. Chun, chun, chun. Okay. That's an interesting fucking choice of like, um, <laughs> onomatopoeia. It is onomatopoeia. That's actually three thirds onomatopoeia. It's a complete onomatopoeia. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking references, bro. Where the fuck did that come from? I don't know. The two thirds on the Montepia. Yeah, for some reason, we, that was the right. funniest thing in the fucking world to us right. for the longest. <laughs> like, oh, the Montepia. Ah. Yeah, what? that shit the is two thirds on the Montepia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, was it pizza, pizza? That pizza, pizza. That shit is two thirds. I don't know. For some reason, we set the rule that onomatopoeia had to That's come in threes. threes yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know why? We were yeah. fucking way ahead of ourselves, bro. Because fucking comedy comes in threes. Boo. Does it? That's why. Yeah, that's a rule of. Um... Guys, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I am head out. <laughs> yeah, dude. That oh, is. That's a. Fun... <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodsport fool or what? Oh, Dude, no. as soon as he mentioned Bloodsport, sorry. instantly sorry. In, my, in my head, I was like, whoa. <laughs> exactly. You do that shit, you run in her eyes, fool. <laughs> yeah, dude, but that's a, that's a staple in improv. Comedy comes in threes. Explain. I don't fucking know, dude. What like, the apparently, fuck? <laughs> you're just throwing some fucking arbitrary scene and not fucking explain shit. So, you're just gonna throw that out there and have no explanation behind it. <laughs> None whatsoever. Damn, Damn dude. Yeah, that's it. You fucking let me down, man. No, like, basically, like, when you're, like, you're, like, saying something, like, and you're giving an example, like, you're making a metaphor or a simile to something, you'd be like, Damn, dude, you're fucking as, as ugly as shit. Or like a fucking turd, or I don't know. I'm doing. Terribly. You're almost there. You got. See, you only came up with two. You yeah. one short. You one short. That's why you weren't funny. You're an inch short. You're like ugly. a dick. You're ugly, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> See, you got a like off of that one. <laughs> so we're driving the point home there. That's yeah. what you do. 
it's the preparation, the setup, and delivery. You know, like this, this, and this. Yeah, comedy comes in threes. This, this, and this. Yeah, dude, fucking perfect. See that last you, this? You could sell had way more impact than the first two. Just <laughs> <laughs> write a book. <laughs> this, this, and this. <laughs> it's just you shrugging on the fucking cover. <laughs> but it's only gonna be about that. Yeah. <laughs> You have to be shrugging, but there has to be a third hand coming out of you shrugging as well. <laughs> like a dick, like a baby holding, like a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> Fuck this, we keep talking about dicks. This is the wrong podcast, bro. No, dude, you're in the no right it's the right podcast. Place. This is fucking SFW. You yeah. guys always talk about dicks and fucking asses, chaps, and all this other bullshit. <laughs> Baby's arm holding an apple. Dude, that's our bread and butter, bro. Come on. That, that's how I make a living, bro. Don't fucking shame us. He says shit so. for breakfast, is what he means. <laughs> <laughs> bread and butter? Yeah, of course I eat that for breakfast. No, Call dicks. fucking toast for dicks. <laughs> <laughs> of course I eat toast. <laughs> dicks on toast. <laughs> oh, no. Toast dick. <laughs> toast. Toast? Mm. You don't like toast? Cock oh. meat sandwich. <laughs> Cock meat sandwich. Yeah, toast, bro. We've explained this on here, right? We have. We have. You know about toast? You know no? about toast? <laughs> no, no, you know about, about toast? toast. Hmm. No, it's a game, fool. It's a game. Maybe that fancy oh, cream yeah. the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah, similar to the sugar cookie. There you go. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, cream the cookie, sugar cookie. Cream the cookie. Toast. Yeah. <laughs> You know the the, fu- <laughs> the fucking family classic, bro. Uh-huh. That's just like fucking, you know, like what's it called? You play with your family. <laughs> we got a Christmas game, guys. Let's play toast. <laughs> you gotta be the one in the middle. You don't want to hey. be like uncle and be the first one, but you don't want to be last. All I'm gonna say is that's all over for you, motherfuckers. I hold a fucking record time on that shit, dude. No shit. What's your time? <laughs> Twelve seconds. Not bad, sir. That's admirable. Good job. Uh, hey, dude, I'm going to tell you about these rhino pills. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make you lose and eat the cum, bro. <laughs> He's recommending that. <laughs> okay, well, for the record, I'm talking about... I'm talking about uh, we'll win. It's all I'm talking about solo. I'm not talking about, like, with a partner. Like, with a partner, like, I've lasted a lot longer than that. But solo, you 24. know... Uh, yeah, it's only for to double that. You know, I think that uh, that's respectable, dude. I mean, fucking doubling your time right there. Uh, yeah. But no, I'm I'm talking in, in regards to you know fucking solo work. You know, it's like you know you know your grip and you know like we spoke about earlier. You could try to teach someone how to how to work it, but you know sometimes you know you want it done right, you gotta do it yourself. You know, exactly. You want that death monkey grip on your cock so you can fucking come in fucking two seconds. What's a death monkey? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Speak or hear. What is it? Hear no evil. Hear no evil. They're all there, like just silently in the corner. <laughs> the one I don't like is the speak no evil because he never sucks my dick. <laughs> <laughs> or at least he won't tell anybody about it. <laughs> He's more of like a mumble evil. So basically, he doesn't have a tongue, dude, so there's no obstruction. You just fucking get all throat, you know? <laughs> Dead monkey throat. <laughs> Why does it always have to go to necrophilia with you? <laughs> dude, dude, dibs on band name, by the way. 
Dead monkey throat. <laughs> Dead monkey throat. Fuck pig squeals. <laughs> That's the new fucking uh, core. <laughs> Dead monkey core. I always knew those core fuckers were gay. <laughs> I got lost between the conversation and album titles. I don't know. It seemed like we had a lot of album titles right there. Did we? Let me see. One. Come on. What was one of them? The squeals. Fuck pig squeals. Fuck fuck pig squeals. Fuck pig squeals. Two thirds and onomatopoeia. Almost there, dude. It was almost funny. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Homo sapien. (laughs) You know what else comes in threes is death, bro. Is that right? Yes. I've heard like bad things come in threes. That's what I've heard. Your dick? Is that? Does it come in threes? I don't know. Um, no, it comes in like, yeah, it could come in threes for sure. Can you? I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I've done. It comes in three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Every three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like like stage one. It's like when it's cold and it's regular. And stage two is like when it's hot and it's regular. And then stage three is like erect. Yeah, dude, it's a gift that keeps on giving, you know? <laughs> Have you heard about the syndrome where people don't stop coming? No, I've never heard of that no? shit. No? No. Well, that's basically it. They don't. They can't stop coming. Like, every fucking minute, oh they're just, like, God. standing in conversation. Like, Ugh, and they come. They fucking oh come in their God, pants. That's fucking I've heard awesome. about yeah. This is mostly for females, though, right? Uh, males as well. Yeah? Yeah. They can't really, like hold a job or do anything because they're always coming they're always coming never yeah. going never going <laughs> always coming never going workaholics so if these yeah, guys they get a job and coming, coming tell me why they can't get a oh, fucking already. job in the porn industry you know i'm like hey you're the fucking right man we're looking for it, dude come on you know it's because it happens too frequently it's like dude like okay here we're gonna have this dramatic scene where i'm gonna have you stand here and then they already went well well i mean dude i mean the fucking bukkake you know but perfect. <laughs> bukkake. Perfect. Yeah, that would be the perfect what industry the for this fuck guy. fuck is bukkake? <laughs> so, what is bukkake? It's like sugar cookie, but like our toast, but like what the person. All I know is what like the person. Stepsister yeah. <laughs> things. What's bukkake? <laughs> okay, dude, come on. Come on. You got to know, dude. Look the shit up. Look the shit up. Bukkake. You never seen that shit? <laughs> nah. It's good, bro. I mean, it's, not re- it's not really my it's not really my bag, you know. But uh it's like fifty other people's I bags. Run into a couple of these videos and all I'm gonna say is that they're interesting, you know? It's uh like you never look at Cinnabon the same way. Cinnabon <laughs> Again uh, German like the Steph family thing. German Googles, bro. Get on some German Googles. That's a really good um it, series. So so it's basically nice we're we're uh, a female and uh, I guess Bukaki it, it could be any any shit. And uh they, they just uh, sit in uh, uh they sit or lay down or go in the tub or however they're gonna push themselves. But the point is that there's a series of males who are gonna ejaculate across their face and body and gets really messy, man. Is this erotic to people? Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, not sure, but it's entertaining. Well, okay. It's big in the Japanese community. Yeah, I, 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 I think believe. so. Yeah, but but it has to be like I don't know what exactly what defines. I'm sure there's a certain number that defines it a bukkake, 
but it has to be like I think over like twenty people. Like it's large amounts of people. Is it pronounced bukaki or bukaki? <laughs> I don't know. It's a bukaki. <laughs> it's it's like one of those e Honda special moves. <laughs> it's like thousand hands laughing. Bukaki. You fluid. <laughs> I bet. I bet that fool could come like a gang if that fool jacking off like that. Yeah. With this thousand hand slap. Uh -huh. Yeah. He's got, to, he's got to come every three seconds for sure. <laughs> Only he gives himself the best hand jobs. <laughs> hey, dude, I'd like him to fucking struggle me with his fucking thousand hand <laughs> hand job, you know? Uh, <laughs> Why is it always something gay with this guy, bro? <laughs> I don't know, but no homo though. But no, but like lots of homo probably because I'd be down for that too. I'll <laughs> say that it looks like a good time, dude. Imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. him stroking you like that. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot better than that green shocking guy. Does that qualify as a special occasion? <laughs> Absolutely, I think so. If you, got a sumo guy, to pill. if you got a sumo guy giving you a thousand hand jack off. <laughs> hey, what is, is it a thousand hands? No, it, it's just one. Because I think that's like a the requirement hands. for the length of my dick, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for you, it would just be like a very slow stroking motion all the way up. <laughs> and then all the way down. <laughs> like those strength fucking meters. <laughs> there you're done <laughs> hey so do you lose if you come too too quickly or what like you lose <laughs> you win fool. <laughs> you win perfect <laughs> fatality no fool, that's mortal combat for you damn it you're fucking up <laughs> Hey, but I do like those mini arcades that they have. have. Have you guys played these? Where it's like half the size of a regular arcade. And you can play like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tron, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of get zapped in there. Okay, no. like the little, the little, the little box, the boxes? Yeah. Is that like, what they call them? Boxes? I guess so. Well, it's like an arcade. It's an arcade game. Arcade box. But it's yeah. like half the size. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, they're yeah. awesome. I, I have like a Galaga and a Pac-Man one. No shit? Yeah, yeah, I love them. I played God of God all the time. I got my, my highest score of a lifetime the other day. It's like 238,000. <laughs> That's a lot of me. <laughs> it's because he realized like how like meaningless yeah. that was. <laughs> it was like 238,000. It's like, wow, that's a very big number. You know what? Someone's so... going to be impressed by that. <laughs> I didn't know you could count all the way up to that number. Man. I'm impressed. One of your listeners is going to be impressed by that when I listen to this later. <laughs> No, dude, my shit is Pac-Man, bro. I fucking love Pac-Man. I'm I'm actually pretty goddamn good at it too. I'll fucking take on anybody. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, those things are dope as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I really hate that sometimes you out in the wild, if because you know, like you go to a laundromat or some shit, you're bound to fucking come across a fucking Pac-Man. So I hate that out in the wild, they're not consistent. Yes. Like sometimes you got like some like responsive fucking ass um, controllers. Sometimes they're slow. Sometimes the fucking gameplay is quicker and sometimes it's slower too. I hate that shit. That shit really fucking throws me off. The way the lives work, like sometimes if you put a quarter, it continues from where you left off. And other times you have to restart no matter what. Yeah, yeah, no shit. That plays a difference on the score. Definitely, yeah. You're back to square one. Oh, uh, no, dude, I fucking love that game. I'm sure that you guys have heard, like, I think, I think it's like a kind of tired criticism on Pac-Man. How it's like reflective of... 
uh, our culture. Like fucking like like repetitive techno music or some bullshit. I thought it was eat as much as you can to win. <laughs> no, that's like yours and our life. Like my, <laughs> oh, mine shit. and yours life. I'm winning. Uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> man, like the lotto, like championship style. Like, man, you are a winner. <laughs> gotta be in it to win it, bro. <laughs> gotta what gotta play to win. Yep. We haven't rated dude. Thank you for keeping us honest this whole fucking so time. I really dude. love the fucking uh-huh. the lotto in like fucking Spanish television. Cause they call it El Gordo. No shit. Like you, yeah. you hit the fat man essentially. Yeah, that's yeah. The that's Pegas what, El Gordo. They say, yeah. You won the lottery. Yeah. You hit the fat man. So don't hit me. Um <laughs> That shit promotes fucking fatism, bro. Right? Yep. Gluttony. <laughs> well, not gluttony, like anti-gluttony, I guess. Oh, I guess. You hit the fat man? Yeah, but I guess you want to be the fat man. Why? So people can hit you? Mm. <laughs> fucking masochist. It just He seems like a really wealthy person, the way he's portrayed, you know? He is. Kind of like a fat Monopoly man. Every he time is. you hit him, money comes out. <laughs> Sounds good, like a piñata. Yeah. That's what Mexican is. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like how, you know, they portray older kings as always being fat, and it was always a sign of wealth because if you were fat, you know, you fucking had the means to fucking eat all the time and, you know, have fucking three square meals and have a fucking banquet every time you fucking sat down at the dining table, you know? Uh, you know, fucking pega la gorda. This was fucking wealthy, you know? Hit this fool. Fucking mugging for everything he has, dude. Monte. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It must have been—it must have been like a, a lucky poor man who like happened to have a thyroid problem. Like, <laughs> everybody thinks he's all rich and shit. Like, fuck yeah, his yeah. ass up. <laughs> a lucky poor man <laughs> with the thyroid problem. Yeah. That's my excuse. Um, <laughs> so. Man, how's how's this how's this beer falling on the rating? Cause yeah, yeah, really... we're fucking falling behind this shit. Um, I'm gonna fucking give this beer. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Um, I appreciate the fruity backbone behind it. Um, it's great. It's it's well balanced. Uh, it's not really my cup of tea. It's not something I would pick up typically. Um, uh, but I really appreciate the dark fruit it has. Uh, and it's well balanced with the spice it has behind it. So yeah. Um. I'm really enjoying it. It's a, it's a good break from the typical Belgian beers that we've been having in this pack otherwise. You know, and um, I think it's good. You know, I'm excited to see what the last two beers have to have to bring to the table. I'm giving the Sun Sweet Prune Juice um, <laughs> a six. It's Sun Sweet, bro. Six. Sun Made or Sun Sweet? I'm surprised someone that's lactose intolerant doesn't know anything about prune juice. Sounds sweet, bro. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Prunes that have fucking lactose in them. Sounds sweet. Get the fuck out of here. You know, like at least the sun made. It's got like a woman on there who's you know fucking proud of uh, out of the. She's proud of the fucking harvest. You know her prune harvest. You know, she's fucking. You know, like. Yeah, you know, she picked the fucking yeah. best prunes, dude, you know? <laughs> like, the same way she picked my nutsack. 
<laughs> I know they're not fucking lactose, asshole. <laughs> you say you have a fucking stomach problem. I'm sure you have your fucking fair share of prune juice. No, he doesn't need that because the lactose makes him shit already. Oh, you're right. Already. I'm sorry. I apologize. He needs to, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're he right. The, quite you're right. the opposite you're of right. that. My bad. He fucking stays away from that shit. Lactose prune juice. <laughs> fucking tear his new asshole. <laughs> For real, dude. I like the Hollywood diet, dude. I hear it works really well. Where can I get some? Uh, right. where, where yeah, clearly you fucking Oz and Anthropos need that shit, dude. You guys need to go fucking cleanse, man. You know, fucking drop ten pounds in one dump. <laughs> fucking thyroid problem, asshole. <laughs> I'm just a fucking. You're I'm lucky, just, pobre. I'm lucky, poor boy. I need no sympathy, bro. I'm just a lucky, poor boy. Uh, God damn it. Talk to my doctor, bro. <laughs> yeah, you don't need sympathy. You need a fucking diet. <laughs> easy come, easy go. <laughs> little high, little low, fool. <laughs> fucking hey, man. Well, along with this fucking... Uh, we're gonna uh, jump oh, to hold the on, fucking, hold on. Oh. I haven't, I haven't rated it. Did you rate oh, it? Oh shit! Did you rate it? I didn't. Yeah. I rated it. I don't know what I rated it. It was pretty <laughs> low. Uh, I said I give the sun sweet prune juice. Yes. A six. A six. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give sun sweet prune juice. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, I I really enjoy how different it is from everything else that we've encountered in the pack. Um, still very Belgian, but uh, super super intense spice on this guy. Um. Beautiful malt. Um, that's an insane spicy fucking sweetness to it. Uh seven, just because I I wouldn't exactly again, same like you guys, I wouldn't pick this out for myself, but it is a very fuck seven point five. It's an awesome winter flavor. I like it. Seven point five. Yeah, I th- I think I rated it. If not, then it, it was a seven for me. But yeah, it, it was good. I, I think I'm ready either way for this uh, eleven pipers uh piping now. It's a scotch style ale brewed with uh, candy sugar and coriander. Just had some nice scotch earlier in the day. Um, um, yeah, nice flavor for it. You know, let's pop this open and see what it has to We had a beautiful scotch courtesy of Anthropos today. Yes, sir. Again, this bottle Dude, seems I, to pop off for me. This lighter seems to work for me. You got the shot unlocked. <laughs> you missed, yeah, you, you had me at scotch, though. Uh, you missed the orgasmo. Um, I emptied out my bottle of um, of Johnny Walker Blue earlier with the guys. I had Anakin here and Aspace and uh, Ozymandias and myself. And um, it was before you had let me know that you were on your way in my defense. But yeah, dude, I just emptied out that bottle here with, uh, with these gentlemen. So uh, I've been holding on to that bottle for quite some time. And uh, yeah, man, just couldn't think of a fucking uh, a better uh, group of people to fucking share that with. It was um incredible i love that shit or a better occasion i mean it's not often that we all get together you know exactly but yeah you owe me a fucking bottle asshole <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck <laughs> well we're talking it's been five years since we all sat down on the table together like that no uh, shit man that was five years that's that's when i got married on on uh that was the last time we all sat down before that well, that's the last time we been. got invited to a wedding actually <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we didn't get him any shit for that today. I know. I, well, I gave I him a lot of shit before earlier. You did? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he's got catching up on the podcast to do. So, you know, we you, know, you guys throw that reference in there, you know. Uh, he's going to catch shit no matter what every time he fucking listens to Wasted Content. That's for sure, man. That's for sure. Um, Alrighty, so, um, but, uh, yeah, you reading this? Yeah. Let's do it. 
Yeah, it's 11 uh, Piper's Piping. Uh, you know, Scotland is known for its bagpiping and its beers. And this Scotch-style ale adds Belgian candied sugar to the mix, giving deep notes to toffee and dried fruit accented by a spicy herbal aroma of coriander. The 11th verse in our 12 Days of Christmas series, 11 Piper's Piping, an extreme... And a, oh, an extra smooth and multi, full-bodied jig of beer. All right, at eleven percent even. Man, a Scotch ale, huh? Eleven percent even. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds wrong. But we're not mathematicians here. <laughs> well, I also had ten percent being uh, of a billion, being a hundred thousand. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm not the teacher. You guys get the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. All right. I hope you have a financial it. advisor. Please tell me you have a fucking financial advisor. His wife. Yeah. Don't spend money. <laughs> How much did you fucking pay for that beer? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. A financial panther. <laughs> what? What's what? That? Oh, man. The Simpsons. Financial panther. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Get him, Shiva. <laughs> Jesus. Man. Beautiful. Great reference. I love right. Simpsons. I, I just started showing myself the Simpsons. We started from, you. from the beginning of the season. It's a trip how the, the, the animation has evolved over the yeah, years. Definitely. Dude, did you see Baby Yoda in that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Baby Yoda. You know, that, that was in the Simpsons. They had already foreseen that happening. Simpsons did it. They did? Yeah. yeah. They did Baby Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No way. Yeah. They foresee everything, dude. It was, one, it was one of the couch gags, dude. It's fucking season one, man. No, you're fucking with me. <laughs> one dude, of the couch yeah, gags. They yeah. predicted the fucking purchase from Disney for Fox. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. They predicted a fuckload of shit, actually, throughout yeah. the, the run of that. They also predicted the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. No shit. I had no idea. Fucking A. Yeah. yeah, none of that is true. Um, oh. <laughs> it's funny, I guess. It's just funny because Simpsons are on Disney Plus now. Oh, I yeah. get it. Oh, that's the joke. Yeah. Oh. You, you don't know because you have Cody and you're spending like 45 <laughs> minutes to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> so just paying for convenience. Have you, know? you learned nothing, bro? Just get a VPN, man. Come on. You know. You already know. <laughs> man, that, that wasn't a... Well, which, by the way, what you were talking about wasn't a VPN. The, that was just was a proxy survey. So a proxy survey. Proxy, a, a proxy server, yeah. What the fuck? Which is different about? from a VPN. What the fuck was I talking about? You were talking about just setting up a VPN for your Cody. Yeah. And you're like, oh, just set up a proxy server, but it's different. Like proxy server but is just one server. I was trying server. to tell him that. What the fuck? What did I say? You were saying how like it's a computer connected to another computer connected to another computer, which is a proxy server. Right. That's a proxy chain. Uh huh. Right. But the VPNs use that proxy chain to encrypt stuff. They they can yeah a VPN by nature is a variable positioning network right so like it jumps from computer to computer whereas a proxy server is just like um, using a different server to mask it but it's not jumping around like so it's still harder to track but it's not mm -hmm. varying its position it's just locked in you're just using like a sub it's like a moving target right so the VPN connects to an external computer. It, it does that, but it does that several times over and over and over and over. Whereas if you just use a proxy, then you're just using like a different server. You're not really moving. No, proxy, you're 
a proxy you're using a d- different IP address. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the VPN is connecting to an outside computer. It does it variable fucking bullshit. But the proxy server is specifically connecting to a different IP address, not connecting to a different computer. Yeah. It's giving your network a different address. Making it look like it's a different computer. Yeah. 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 I don't <laughs> or you could fucking pay six ninety nine per month and watch the shit you want, <laughs> and fucking four K ultra HD quality, man. Okay, and fuck you know, you that that part is the one that's like the trump card for me. Is like if you do want to pay for it, then you do get that HD quality, that four K quality. That's perfectly fine. Um, I do notice that there's like a drop off in like audio quality and <clears throat> video quality with um streaming, like illegally. Yeah, you have to go through. Fucking it, 20 different fucking yeah. links before you load. get the right one. Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you do. Yeah. It, it, it's bro. a trade-off. Yeah, it's a trade-off, bro. That's all it is. The only thing that did get me on Disney Plus, I mean, Mandalorian is good, but Simpsons. As soon as that ad hit with the Simpsons with fucking Bart dressed as fucking Mickey, I was like, fuck. I'm going to fucking pay for this fucking stupid app. Well, for me, my phone provider, like they're like, oh, like you got to get it for free. Just for a year just for being like part of the service so i was like all right cool so then that's why i got it and then i was thinking in my head oh this is a gimmick where after a year they're gonna charge me like 15 20 bucks and then i found out it was only 6.99 and i was like oh i'm gonna happily play for this after a year because of the quality and like i have a child and there's like every disney movie on there so it's you know yeah if i need a babysitter 6.99 a month <laughs> yeah, this is true i mean already with my phone provider i don't have to pay for netflix I mean, technically, I opt for the fucking HD plan. So, I mean, I pay three bucks a month for fucking uh, a difference in Netflix between versus what my phone provider pays for the actual service. Yeah. So, fucking six ninety nine. Technically, I'm paying fucking ten bucks a month, and I get Netflix and I get Disney Plus, and you know, so it's kind of a no brainer. I mean, I got little kids too, you know, and you know, fucking uh, yeah, I love The Simpsons. I grew up with The Simpsons. The fucking The Mandalorian's an awesome show, you know. Fucking shout out to Baby Yoda, a, you know, oh for fucking tugging on my heartstrings. That <laughs> hey, he's a cute motherfucker, dude. He looks like like a green little ball sack with ears. Just fucking, <laughs> just suck his fucking green hairy dick, bro. Just suck his green hairy dick. I'll He's do it. Uh, I'll do it. Ninety k. I'll do it in four k, bro. <laughs> That's disgusting, I, dude. I can only imagine what that dick looked like in four k. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> it looks a little veiny, you know. <laughs> a little wrinkly, bro. Maybe that after that got... rhino pill, it's a little veiny. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that plus the force, man. This guy's on it. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> projectile come, bro. We were talking. <laughs> we were talking about how like it's not it's not pedophilia if you fuck Baby Yoda too because he's, he's 50, fifty years old. old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's, that's cool. I'm glad you guys clarified that. Yeah, and then he's a hoe from a different area code, you know. So you know, it's all, it's all good. You're not cheating on your girl, you know. <laughs> as long as it's with Baby Yoda. Yeah. Fucking shut the fuck up about Baby Yoda. <laughs> Eleven pipers piping. <laughs> Eleven pipers piping, maybe Yoda. <laughs> But it's okay because he's like 50. <laughs> Bukaki. Bukaki. I'm big, I'm big okay, so, so this is in the fucking mature category. All right. I, I see you. I see you. <laughs> Why isn't this safe for women? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that fool's <laughs> cute little face, fool? 
covered in jizz. Oh. <laughs> you got a cute little face. Come here, bro. Come here, fool. Bring a cute little face over here. <laughs> here, let me get you another robe. <laughs> and he's holding his hand out like creating this little force field so like it's all hovering above him and then it just all drops down at once <laughs> <laughs> for dramatic effect you know yeah <laughs> 11 pipers piping <laughs> what are they piping <laughs> Oh, fuck. I feel like these beers snuck up on me, bro. Definitely. It, it's yeah. either that or the fact that it's four o'clock and I'm just sleepy. <laughs> no, no, they definitely suck up, dude. One by one, especially. I think we've been going at them uh, one by one a little bit quicker. Um, 11%, 11%, 11%. 11%. Yeah, dude. Pretty much. It's, uh, you know, you think for 120 bucks and then fucking doing the whole fucking uh, number 12 fucking motif, you know, 120 bucks, 12 beers, fucking 12 ounces. They could have made 12 percenters, you know, so... Uh, I mean, if I were you, I'd feel a little gypped. Uh, that oh, being said, yeah. th this uh, does have some booziness on the nose. 11% even. Um. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so um, a lot of fucking ethanol on the nose. A lot of fucking booze on the nose. Um, it's a little bit dry. It's got like a super dry malt kind of kick on the nose for me. Why am I oh, still tasting my. prunes? I know, but mm. that multi flavor is is definitely there. Like that's extra, big. Yeah. All right, that's a fucking big beer. All right, so that's super fucking full bodied, um, a, a very heavy on the booze for me. Um, the beer is coming off like a like a dark brown copper, uh, like a reddish copper. Um, solid head. A little bit of lacing, but goddamn, a lot of booze on this. Super fucking sweet. Um, that that burnt uh, sugar kind of deal going on with this, and I think that 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 booziness is really coming through with like a bit of a scotch kick on it. Yeah, that scotch, uh, you know, definitely, like you said, it comes through. Definitely has like a, I was mentioning earlier that feeling where it warms you up. This one, you do kind of feel it in the throat. It, it does kind of have like that little bit more of alcohol taste to it it's a little bit more of like a, a feeling you know of a hit yeah hit when you drink it i'm definitely going to give them the benefit on the doubt on the booziness here only because of the scotch right so i i expected a little booziness to it uh a little smokiness it's fucking it's a great beer honestly yeah uh i do get a little bit of the scotch uh you know flavor profile towards the end uh, the booziness is a dead giveaway. I I kind of expected it with the Scotch ale, um, but yeah, it it's it's good. Um, you know, of course, you know we got a little bit of the the Belgian yeast there going on. You know, obviously it's a uh, it's it's um, I guess kind of one of the um, what is it? I guess a pattern that I'm noticing here with with their beers uh, in in this lineup. Uh, but you know this the scotch ale is what is that what's the pattern that you're noticing right now a lot of belgian yeast i mean and, yeah, it took and, you 11 of those to fucking figure that <laughs> no, out no i mean i'm just saying you know i'm getting a little, I'm getting a little burnt out you know he's but, like hold on guys 
Are are these <laughs> yeah? Are these Belgians? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, at, at the same time, you know, they're changing them up enough so that they're not completely uh, monotonous. It's not like monotone. Right. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. So I think that the Scotch flavor profile is kind of what's saving this a little bit. Um, and yeah, dude, fucking like I said initially, fucking a lot of booze up front on the nose right away. Eleven beers, huh? Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready to fucking give this motherfucker a rating. Uh, I'm going to give this guy... No, that's not him. Uh, 11 Piper's Piping. I'm going to give this one an 8.5. Um, I really, really enjoyed the, the strong malt. Um, I enjoyed the strong booze with the, with the style. So in its category as the Scotch Ale, I'm going to give this guy an 8.5. Great fucking sweetness to um, pair and kind of round off the booziness. It's an 8.5 for me as well. Uh, again, I'm liking that booziness coming from this because I'm expecting it from the Scotch style ale. Uh, slightly sweet. That malt fucking backbone is fucking pleasant. Um, 8.5. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go and keep it going around the table with that 8.5. Uh, you know, the Scotch we had earlier was the the Johnny Walker Blue Label, which was you know delicious, and and this uh, like has those kind of undertones that we're familiar with it. Has that sweetness of it, the way it's brewed, it all kind of came together like really nicely on this. Uh, I I think I'm happy with that 8.5. I think it was well rounded. It, that was a, that was a good beer, good scotch. Yeah, I'm gonna give an 8.52 because I think uh, the 8.5 is kind of a saving grace. We're seeing a, a lot a lot of a pattern here, you know. Yeah, I mean I I get it, you know they're the brewery and they're doing a lot of ben Belgian style fucking beers, but um. They could use a little variety. In this case, um, I really appreciate the, the the scotch fucking undertones that it has. And, and it's kind of what's making it, what's separating it from the rest of the beers here. I appreciate that. It's a fucking 8.5 for me. Groundskeeper Willie would appreciate this. Oh, there you go. Very there much go. so. My retirement grace. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on to the next beer. What do we got, Orgasmatron? Let's wrap this up, man. Yeah, we got the last one, 12 Drummers Drumming, and uh, this is a fucking bomber here. So, uh, you know, no more 12 ounce. We're all, you know, fucking probably going to get fucked up off of this one. It's a 12 Drummers Drumming Ale. Uh, it's a 80% Belgian-style quadruple ale and 20% old ale aged in bourbon barrels. So uh, right off the bat, I know this is going to have an interesting flavor profile. It's a fucking 12%. Even by volume. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Nice. So uh, description, 12 years in the making. 12 Drummers Drumming is the final release in our 12 Days of Christmas series. A celebratory blend of our bourbon barrel age anniversary ale and a Belgian style quadruple ale. Boisterous notes of toffee, dark fruit, caramel, and oak character bring this 12-year journey to an extraordinary close. Cheers, guys. Let me pop this bitch open. Yay! Yes, sir. Fuck yeah. Saving it for last, dude. I, I had to fucking get it right, man. <laughs> I'm really digging the hue on this, dude. Like, uh, the head, it's got, like, a, a nice... Uh, it's got tight little bubbles, but it's still rocky. It's got different, varied uh, size bubbles. Uh, it's a little reminiscent of like a fucking latte, dude. Like the foam you see on a latte. 
It's got a nice tan color to it, and um, I'm excited to see what this brings. Oh, man, we had this um, on last week's podcast. This was the bomb that we ended on, and uh, I'm not fucking mad at all to have this all over again, and I'm excited to to share this with you guys here. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 12 days of Christmas, man. Cheers. It's Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see why I'm not mad at that at all. That that definitely malty on it has like a nice full texture to it. You know, like I, I said, the beers that I, I tend to lean towards kind of stick to the mouth and linger. And this is definitely one of those, man. It's it's very full bodied. I agree. It's got a fucking excellent body on it, man. It's very rich. I'm getting a little bit of the, uh, the oak coming through. Um, fucking beautiful presentation, man. It looks like a... Let's take like a cup of coffee almost. You know, it's almost that dark, a uh, little bit of amber hue uh, on the outlines of, of the glass. But otherwise, it's it's dark. It's rich. Um, I'm sure this would fucking age well. So this is an 80% Belgian-style quadruple and a 20% old ale aged in bourbon barrels. So they're doing a beautiful fucking mixture here. We touched on this last week. It was just like, goddamn, like I've never had it anything other than fucking stouts aged in bourbon barrels or an ale <clears throat> this belgian quadruple they just fucking managed to get this perfect balance between the belgian style and an aged ale yeah um i mentioned this last week as well <coughs> uh old ales are um very reminiscent of like uh barley wines to me where they're um, very pungent uh it's a, it's a very strong fermented taste and um Although I I, I kind of shudder to think of how strong that flavor would come through with a hundred percent of that old ale aged in bourbon barrels, I'm curious to try it. I'm wondering if they've actually released a hundred percent of that. And um, I know that they do this every once in a while. I, I don't know what the fucking beer is called, but they have an anniversary ale that they release once a year, and. It's an ale, eight, 100% aged in bourbon barrels. And I, I'm, I'm imagining that, that it, those things usually go easy, $30 a bottle for a bomber, a 750 milliliter. I've never had one because every time I pick one up, I look at it and I'm like, holy fuck, I want to. But I've always had trouble justifying $30 on a bottle. And uh, I'm going to have to do it after this one because the, the, the flavors that are coming through... You get the oak, you get the woodiness, you get that like vanilla sweetness from the wood, and it's perfectly balanced into the fucking Belgian uh, quadruple profile. This thing is heavy as fuck. Um, it's uh, it, it's an incredible fucking blend. I'm, I'm really loving this. I agree. I'm not a big, typically not a big fan of blends. Um, I just think like. Uh, you know, fucking shoot your shot. You know, one fucking product. You know, shoot your spell, dude. It should be good. You know, there's, no need, there's no need to blend it, dude. There's no need to bukkake here. You know, um, but fucking um, yeah. That being said, um, you know, the old ale flavor is is a little bit in the background. It, it's good. It um, like you said, I'm curious to see what 100% old ale fucking brew would be like. You know, uh, after tasting this, um, but it is a good blend. Uh, that being said, like I said, I'm not a big fan of blends, but uh, this is this is done right. This is crafted very well. Um, it's you know evident in in the head that it has, in the in the flavor profile, and how smoothed out everything is. 
There's almost no booziness. Man. This is definitely a great fucking blend, dude. It, it's, I don't know, it's a perfect fucking balance between that fucking like uh, old ale style and the fucking, it, it became such a beautiful break from what we've been having the whole night. Yeah. With this like Belgian style, like forward ales. Adding that old style ale made it just fucking right. Like it's perfectly balanced. If I think if it would have been twenty one percent, it would have been over the top on it. And they just like managed to hit that fucking perfect fucking balance on it between the two. Yeah, I think uh, Anthropus kind of touched on it too. Like the the oakiness of the the barrels. I don't know what kind of barrels they used exactly. Sometimes you know, even though they age them in barrels, the the wood and it doesn't really like uh, lend the flavor. But this, I feel like, you know, however long they let it sit, it just it really pulled those flavors out. That oakiness of it, it comes through, and it's not it's not like a smoky. It, it really is more like a like a woody kind of flavor to it. Yeah, um, I agree. Again, uh, it does get that that oaky taste from it. Um, and uh, personally, one thing that I love about this is. Um, you know, again, it, it masked the booziness pretty well, um, and I'm not a big fan of blended ales, but th this is this is a fucking job done right. Uh, I'm I'm very um, surprised by how enjoyable this is. It's fucking. It's got a great body. It's got um, a good profile of of the flavors that that are um, imparted from this. I think it was it sat in the barrels for a perfect amount of time. Uh, enough to mellow out some of the flavors, and you know, it's, but it still got that that dankiness from that old ale. You know, just a little bit of it coming through. You know, just to fucking change it up a bit. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I I absolutely agree with you. I was never really a fan of blended stuff either, until we had like the fucking trip in the wood series, and now this here just kind of fucking showcases that what a beautiful fucking blend can be. Yeah, that trip in the wood series. I actually had my hands on one of those too. Uh, Shut know. the fuck up, really? Yeah, thank you to Anthropus, actually. Uh, well, I don't think I gifted one of those, did I? I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. Holy fuck! What the it, fuck it was, was I thinking? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you fucking like took your keys and fucking walked to your trunk and like, oh, hey, I'm gonna take this one. Wait, yeah. <laughs> do you know if it was vintage Bigfoot? I, uh, I thought it was the same exact one that you posted. Um, uh, I we have we've had two, we've had the maple scotch, which was a scotch ale. Aged in bourbon barrels, and then we had a vintage Bigfoot, which was three different vintages of the Bigfoot blended together, aged in. in uh, no, oh. I think it was the other one. Are you okay? All right, okay. I don't know. Shit, Maybe I'm mixing it up. Then. I don't know. I don't know, but I nah, mean, fuck. I think. I think so. I think so. But if it was, man, well, either either of those two are fucking really, really. To be fair, bruised. I thought I was having the same beer the following week. I was like, we already fucking had this. What are you doing? He goes, no, asshole. <laughs> it's different it's from that series. Yeah. Like, oh. and, and the flavors are completely fucking, like, wildly different, too. Like, the maple scotch was, like, a super, super burnt sugar, heavy scotch, um, a real, really toasty, super hardcore malt. It was a really beautiful full beer. Um, the vintage Bigfoot was a blend. And it was really pungent. It was fucking boom, like fucking right in the nose, right in the palate. Um, but it's a barley wine, and that's what barley wines do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, this is a fucking blend done right. 
not a big fan of blends, but uh, other breweries should take note. And I'm sure take a couple of you know fucking tries, you know, trial and error. You know, they they got it right. I'm sure they um, they had to experiment with it a little bit just to get like a good balance between you know the the fucking the the bourbon barrel aged uh, side of it versus the old age uh, fucking beer part of it. Um, it's an excellent balance, dude. I'm very satisfied, and I think ending on a high note, I'm gonna end this at an. I'm gonna rate this out of nine because it um, it Beautiful. definitely merits it, dude. Other, like I said, other breweries should take note. Uh, this is how you fucking blend two different beers. It's a nine for me as well, dude. Yeah, it's it's a nine on my end. It's not only how you blend two different beers, but like really how you close out a series. Like this was a no like, shit. like nice exceptional beer. Nine, I mean, it it's way up there. Like you know, it, when you're when you're in the nine field, like every, everything here is like it's it's so many. Like little tiny things that might separate it from the ten, if not only just my personal taste. That this isn't something I would normally pick up like on a regular day. The, the flavors are kind of newer to me. All that stuff coming through, fantastic beer. Uh, um, strong nine. Uh, this is uh, I'm giving it a nine. I although I I'm leaning towards a nine point five, and the only way that I can see this beer getting better. Is if they would go 60-40 or 70-30. Um, I want a lot more of the barrel in there. Uh, I think the blend is incredible here. And they, they found a really great balance. Uh, it is a treat. I, 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 I completely agree with that sentiment. It's a treat because they're giving you something that is usually exclusive to a $30 bottle. And they're giving you a taste of it in a $13, $14 bottle. Um, so... It's a, it's a really fucking nice way to close out the series. Um, it's a very classy way to finish it off. And um, at 12%, this one comes in. It's a 12 drummers drumming. It's 12%. And uh, 12 years in the fucking making. Uh, no other brew in the collection comes at 12. They all hang around 11. Um, and uh, it's, it's a really fucking classy showing from the brewery um super fucking belgian heavy uh insane uh quite a marathon i didn't think it was gonna be <clears throat> that tough with how many people we have here with those 12.7 ounces but holy fuck that's a fucking mission and i'm glad they weren't bombers at this point yeah yeah no shit dude uh, that's a journey yeah same dude because even with these 12 ounces dude, like we're all talking shit in the beginning but they started creeping up man and then you know we end this on the fucking on a bomber size fucking 12 drummers drumming, you know, and it's got a high fucking ABV as it is, you know. Um, yeah, dude, this is fucking, I couldn't think of a better way to end the series. You know, it's fucking, this is the brewery fucking flexing its, its, its prowess, you know. This is what the brewery does. It's like, it, it doesn't bring mediocre flavors. It doesn't say, eh, you know, this is, this is good enough. You know, they want to make sure that fucking everybody tastes fucking has you like wow you know this is um this is this is uh you know the upper echelon of fucking craft brewery you know and that's what they excel at it's what they're known for and and that's why they're um you know they they could charge fucking 14 bucks a bottle for this and people will pay for it because you know the moment that you're getting um a fucking blend like this you know it's it's worth it yeah all right. Um, how fucking drunk are you right now? By the way. <laughs> okay. Well. Um. 
I know. <laughs> out we, of ten, I, out of ten. Yeah. I, I well, first of all, I know we spoke about rating the the collection as it is. Oh no shit! Yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, you know, what? I'm gonna give this uh this collection a, a eight. It's got a lot of well-rounded beers. There's a couple in there that you know um I feel like missed the mark a little bit, but overall um you know it uh it merits an eight point five for me, dude. Like it um they they have a you know the the Belgian uh, yeast and all that you know is a little you know monotone at times you know uh, I think if you tell me about it yeah I think if if you <laughs> I, I think if they were if they were arranged differently if the order was arranged a little differently you know it makes sense but you got a couple of these beers like this and then you got the fucking the five golden rings you know that uh, throw you off a bit you know pa- cleanse your palate a little bit so you don't get fucking burnt out uh so much um it's it's a fucking great collection and i, and I really think that they invest a lot of time to make sure that 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 they um put out a, a good product you know and then, you know even though bombers would have been nice for the price <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, uh, fucking, fuck. I'm, I'm like I'm like at a fucking 8.5 right now, dude. Uh, I, I'm feeling good. I'm I'm floating. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm already looking forward to the fucking vertical lineup of Bourbon County, and I'm already fucking dreading that. That's gonna be a whole nother mission in its own, and uh, that's a vertical of nine vintages of right. Bourbon County, and um, while this one, while this collection. Tops out at twelve percent. I believe that the Bourbon County collection is gonna top out at fifteen percent, and they all hang out about fourteen to thirteen percenters. That's gonna be fun. So that'll be a lot of fucking fun, man. <laughs> I'm gonna say is that I'm gonna be grateful that those fucking things aren't bombers, dude. But yeah, fucking Bourbon County. Looking forward to that, man. You know, fucking what thirty one, right? Yes, I will be turning thirty-one. That's right. I will be celebrating. (laughs) We'll be celebrating with uh, with that vertical lineup, man. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna be happy to have you guys back for that episode as well. Yeah, for sure, man. And and then this one too, coming back like as an overall pack. You know, having bought one myself as well. Like, uh, you know, I wanted to give it eight point five, and I was all for it until you mentioned the end. You know, like uh, like. If, like the we didn't get the bombers for it the way it was advertised if i take everything into a hole i'm, I'm gonna have to knock it down to an eight you know only in, in part really because of that because uh, i felt like i was misled a little bit felt like it, it drawed all through with all that said that might just be me uh being a little bit bitter all <laughs> you know all the beers were well rounded though all of them were very good i'm still very happy with the pack <clears throat> all of them very flavorful they definitely put time in it and uh, yeah, maybe they took a a drink of the last series as they continued on, because some of them took a little bit of the last one, and some of them were kind of new. Like it gave me a little bit of a breaks, and there was some really quality beers in there. Overall, as a pack, I'm gonna give this a nine, only All because right. I feel like this is something that no one has ever done before in like the craft brewing industry. Uh, this is 12 years in the making, dude. This is they've bottled every fucking beer consecutively 12 they started 12 years ago and it's something fucking incredible to fucking see that i have never fucking seen before and to offer it again at the closing the whole collection is again incredible and like right. the brewery yeah, has yeah, def- yeah. is definitely a master of their fucking craft uh so nine overall like the only one that i wasn't really too happy with was that fucking prune juice one mm-hmm. other than that everything was fucking great uh i'm gonna go um i'm gonna start off with 
a nine when I thought that they were bombers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to drop it to an 8.5 when I found out that they were 12.7 ounces. And then I'm going to jump it back to a nine because presentation, man. All right. So that right, box right, yeah. probably fucking cost them uh, a dollar for each one that they made. Probably cost them a fucking dollar. But the fucking box comes with like three flaps. You open up. the One of them says fucking the 12 days collection. The next one says from, from fucking partridge to fucking drummers. And then you open the next flap and it says 12 years in the fucking making. And, and then that's the last flap before you open up the box and you are greeted with this little ditty. Pull it up. Wow, yeah, for real. And there's, there's a lot I didn't take into consideration about this. See, like I said, it's just me being bitter. No. The presentation, as I mentioned the last time I was here, it does make a difference. Like, yeah, you know, I, I think I do need to move this up to 8.5. <laughs> I can't move it all the way to a 9. You know, I'm not going to do that, but it, it does get an extra one. That, that's beautiful. You know, Dude. I picked this up at the brewery, and the guy had had to test the box before he handed it to me i was like what do you mean test the box bro and as soon as i heard that little fucking jingle there's this fucking like unbreakable fucking smile on my face i said dude that's fucking amazing <laughs> take my money yeah, exactly. Exactly. yeah there's a little part of me that was like you guys are fucking gay, bro. You guys are gay, but, but you know what? You're making me a little gay right now. Yes. Yeah, yes. Fucking gay as in the, the fucking Christmas, yes. the, jolly. The, the, the seasonal sense. Dude, jolly, jolly is a motherfucker, yeah. bro. Yeah, you know, fuck it. Besides the fact that you try to suck your own dick. But <laughs> so <laughs> so they, they lost points for me with the fucking, it, it was a little bit of a bamboozle um, because <laughs> there's nothing on the website, nothing when you order that tells you that they're 12.7. Um, but they won me over with their presentation, bro. Um, they're fucking incredible, and um, I wanna, I wanna fucking say I, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna end on a nine on that one, and I have this fucking on the twelfth day of Christmas. <laughs> my true love came, came to me. Gosh, shut the fuck 12 up. Drum drumming, drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten, ten lords a leaping. <laughs> Nine, Nine ladies dancing, eight maids of milking, seven swans a swinging, six, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. You're gay. <laughs> 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 okay, and then one last one last comment. I, I mean, I it's a fucking great collection, dude. Like honestly, uh, um, the only thing that probably would have made a ten for me is if a lot more of these beers would have imparted, uh, um, you know, a couple flavors that would have been more reminiscent of the holiday. You know, they they were all they were all good beers, but there was only a handful there, maybe about three that actually kind of reminded me of Christmas. And the the flavors that come with it, that's I think. Fair. Uh, yeah, I that's think the one that fair. reminded me the most of Christmas was that fucking the one with the Ginger gingerbread. Yeah, yeah, no dude, shit, that one man. that yeah. one was great. If if I if I happen to see that like bomber somewhere on a shelf, 
you know I'm fucking buying that, dude, because that that was that was great. It was just as advertised, exactly as the fucking label promises, dude. And and it brings that that holiday warmth, you know, that you you know you want to bring home and and fucking enjoy, you know. Like I, I mean, as a parent, you know, it's something I fucking crack open, you know, as soon as my kids fucking start opening their gifts, you know. I have <laughs> I have good news for you. You can get that beer, and I have bad news for you. You're gonna have to buy the twelve days collection. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm burning out on the Belgian for uh, a couple weeks here. You know, at least, at least. I just really like that you like set the scenario up. But like when your kids start opening their presents and you just open your beer, you know, it's just it was, it's a nice like Christmas feeling. That that really does make me feel like Christmas right there. For sure, definitely. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you're crediting Santa, you're not getting any credit for this shit at all. You know, fuck that shit. Yeah, you yeah. do. You this do is, this is an ongoing debate in my house too. It's like, do you give the Santa give the good present or the Santa give like the whatever present? And I, I, I had like a big like a shit storm coming down on me when I said Santa gives the crappy present, like you know, he's just like an off present. It was like, no, Santa has to give the good present. They're absolutely yeah. right, bro. Yeah, I if know. If you're gonna be fucking like having him buy into that bullshit, I guess you're gonna yeah, have to that's do it what all the fucking way. Yeah, do it. Yeah, that's go Santa big when fucking class. What the yeah. fuck? What do you got on Santa? Just buy bro? two good presents, you fucking cheap <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that shit. It's because when I grew up, the the Santa Claus brought the stocking, and apparently nobody else, no other tradition, nobody else did this. Like when I would come down, Santa Claus filled the stocking, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And that was the first thing I got to open. So the the dream of Santa Claus was like, "Oh, he brings a first present." Like the first thing I see is that. But apparently that's not the tradition. That's Everybody because, got the good. That's gift. because your mom wanted the credit for the good gift too. Fool. <laughs> yeah, she good. She deserved like, it. Like you, no, fuck <laughs> fucking fucking like fucking fucking two jobs, three jobs. Too far from the tree, bro. Fuck that shit. I want the credit. Hell yeah. Fuck Santa Claus. She deserves that shit. What was in there, fool? Fucking coals every fucking year. The fucking mushroom doesn't grow too far from the tree, bro. Christmas tree. Yeah, I mean, uh, in my household, uh, my wife's more of the opposite way. Like, oh, Sam, Santa should give the the um, <laughs> the okay present, you know? We should give the good one, you know? And I'm like, no, dude, like, if Santa, if Santa gives a mediocre present, if Santa gives a mediocre present, then you're, you know, they're going to, th- the kids are going to think that they're fucking bad kids, you know? So I'm like, you know, Santa's got to definitely give the good gift, you know? As much as it hurts me to not get any fucking credit for this bullshit, you know? You know, fucking doing Uber on the sides and shit, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Santa should definitely fucking give the good present, dude. Because they've been working for the shit all year. You know, they've been trying to be they've been trying to be good. I'm fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck were you pointing at right now? He was telling you, hurry the fuck up. Finish your beer, bitch. Finish your fucking beer, asshole. Drink, fool. Drink. That's what he's trying to tell you. Uh, Dude, his his finger fucking almost tipping your beer over and then like fucking shoving his finger in your face. Did it? Wasn't clear enough? Nope. I'm gonna hurry up and finish my beer before he does that shit. Yeah, hurry the fuck up and appreciate that shit. (laughs) Chug it. Also, fuck Santa. I agree. Really? I've been on this like, hey, you know, hey, babe, you know, he's fucking old enough. He know, you know, he's old enough to know that fucking Santa's not real. No, fucking let him believe. No, fuck that. I need to get credit for this shit at some point. <laughs> well, Just drink your beer, fool. 
the explanation I heard was that like, yeah, but eventually, like when you find out that Santa Claus is really your parents, then like all those years you realize and you appreciate. Oh, so, so I'm like, no, I never had that moment. No, no but, you realize your parents are fucking liars. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they made you fucking believe that you believe yeah. that Santa Claus was fucking real. They made mm-hmm. you the laughing stock of your fucking. They made third you grade feel class. fucking stupid. Oh, you're exactly. sixth grade. Wait, 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 wait back, like, up, back up, back up, back up, back <laughs> up. Laughing stock of I know your third that grade was class. Very specific. Yes, but you know, uh, no, fuck that. It shit, was really bro. just random, huh? Dude, no. Yeah. Why am I even gonna fucking lie to you, dude? Was it another Santa Mr. Bunny situation? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Santa Claus never fucking existed in my household. He was like a logo, bro. He was like a fucking brand of Christmas. Coca Cola. Yes, because I always fucking knew that fucking that Santa Claus didn't fucking come. Like even from like fucking five, six years old, bro. I knew because I would see that shit. I see my mom fucking like, you know, like doing all this shit, and she was never about that. Fucking Santa Claus bullshit. Santa yeah. Claus was just like a fucking, like a like a fucking, uh, what are they called? The fucking animals for mascot. the yeah. mascot. Thank yeah. you. The fuck these guys. Yeah, <laughs> I got it right away. <laughs> Those animals. The fucking mascot. He was a mascot, bro, for Christmas. So in my household, that shit never existed. It was just a cute little fucking thing that people, a symbol. You know, symbol. In my family, Santa Claus did exist, and one of my uncles would always dress up as Santa Claus. That's cute as To drop fuck, off bro. gifts when we were fucking kids. That's cute. Where did they drop it fuck. at? Because they had no tree. We had a tree. Oh, at my, a fake one, bro. Didn't have a tree at my house, but there was a tree at my aunt's house. Oh, and that uh, was just delivered there? Yeah. yeah. It was like a fucking like a Amazon locker for your family. He knew we were all there. <laughs> well, for your family. It was five families in one household. <laughs> like, uh, fuck that shit. I'm a, I, have, I have a fucking whole... Fucking hemisphere to get to, bro. I'm I can fucking, fucking uh, knock off twenty Mexicans in one house. <laughs> exactly. That's how he makes his way across. It's like, yeah. how do you visit so many so, families, Latino families? He, he did exist, <laughs> exactly. but I figured it's out like he wasn't stops. real when I was around five because I realized these are shitty gifts. I, I was fucking poor as fuck. My mom was poor as fuck, and it's just like, I don't think Santa Claus would give broken toys to kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, I was just about to touch up on that. Um, I was probably about five when I came to the conclusion, you know, fucking logic, you know, and logistics wise that like, you know what? <laughs> you, know, you know what? Fuck, no. Like, you know what? No, no. Hear me out, bro. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Fucking Santa was real because, you know, like I realized at five years old, like, you know what? He's not fucking real, dude. Because like every time I get gifts, they're under the they're under the tree already. You know, fucking stroke of midnight. You know, all right, fucking open your gifts. Like, you know, I've heard of the yeah, fucking Santa. Exactly. And then, and then, and then exactly. the next morning, next morning, yeah. you're like, Santa dropped gifts off. Uh, fuck. So, you know, at five years old, I kind of noticed the pattern. You know, I was like, you know what? You know, fucking, I- I'm opening gifts, you know, and I know for a fact that <laughs> fucking my mom put these under the tree and I'm not seeing fucking gifts the 25th. And I've been yeah. a good boy, you know? So, what the fuck, you know? Well, so I kind of came to it, and dude, I remember this distinctly, dude. This is one of my earliest childhood memories, dude. I fucking, uh, my mom's fucking, scarred, like, dude. my mom's fucking washing shit, like, <laughs> not literally shit. <laughs> She's fucking washing clothes, dude, like, on, you know, on the, on the, on the fucking, uh, the washboard? She's fucking, wa- fucking washing clothes on the, on the washboard, dude. And I walk up to her, like, all, like, randomly. I'm like, Mom? She's like, yeah. I'm like, Santa Claus isn't real, is she? No. I was like, Oh, okay. 
And that, that's when I realized, dude, oh, fucking sense is not, sense is not real, dude. So I fucking ruled this shit for myself at five o'clock. I fucking ruled this shit for myself at fucking five years old, dude. Because of my own logic, you know? I'm sorry. Because I'm, I was advanced. Because I'm, I'm a sorry, homo sapien. Dude. I got a large brain, you know? Dude, I'm so sorry. But, like, you're finding out of Santa Claus not being real was tragically uneventful. <laughs> like, I asked like, my mom and she told me no. Yeah, exactly. Hey, mom, Santa was real. No, I, 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 I was dude, but then again, I walked in there with this theory like, this is not possible. I don't have a chimney. How the fuck does he get in? This motherfucker doesn't break the windows. This fucker sure does not have Dick, a fucking. That fucking is magic, bro. Why are you trying to figure out logistics okay. of magic? I, I, I get that, dude. I get that. But every fucking in every fucking movie or cartoon that you watch, he has he has a different method. I was squeezing through the chimney and fucking going back up. He has a different method in every fucking cartoon and movie that you watch. So you're like, which is it? You know, at this point, these people must be making it up. Now they have a chimney. So how does this fool fucking get in here? You know? So I, I came to that conclusion, dude. You know, fucking logic. You know, I think that's simply that I don't fucking believe in God. This is... This can't possibly deliver all these presents to fucking three billion kids in the world, you know, and span 24 hours. It's just fucking physically impossible, you know? And Not through is, magic, bro. <laughs> this is why five-year-olds aren't necessarily like categorized as masters of logistics. Huh? <laughs> Not That's necessarily, why. but we had somebody out of the curve. Hey, if someone <laughs> fucking thought your asshole was still believing in fucking Santa at five years old, you know, fuck your dumbass. <laughs> we fucking we opened gifts at midnight, bro. Like it's just like I saw them. They were there like for like a week straight. I saw them. The fuck you telling me? And then 25th came and exactly nothing fucking was there. So it was like, all right, either was I was fucking naughty or fucking, yeah, this, that, that's all bullshit. So yeah, I, I wasn't that logical. It was just the fucking knockoff Hot Wheels that gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Matchbox, huh? Fucking nine, 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 ten store fucking Hot Wheels. Like, I've been playing with them, you know, and they fucking fall apart the first time you fucking play with them, you know? Fucking ones with the little flimsy ass wheels that fucking just shake as you fucking. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, of course, cause, cause son, Hot Wheels are brand name. Yeah, I just don't know how to make brand they're name. They're fucking terrible heat of a wheel balance, you know. And and yeah, dude, and these fuckers, they're not even diecast, dude. They're not even diecast. They're fucking plastic. Yeah, man, dude. They're not even diecast. <laughs> Donnie, dude, what do you expect from owls, dude? They live up north. You can only have your expectations can only be so high. That's why they get crappy presents, dude. That's why I don't agree with Santa giving the best present. I don't get it. But apparently I have to conform because I'm the odd man out on this one. Buy two gifts. We just went over this. <laughs> no, but those are like, you said two good gifts? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's, That's not, not an option. That's not an option. He's That's why you don't know, have Santa get the good gift because then the kids won't be like, oh, I fucked up this year. You know, I'm, I'm a fucking bad kid, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a, a disciplinary action. Shit. Yeah, it's, it's just great. tell him Santa Claus doesn't exist. <laughs> I bought this motherfucker yeah. And that's it I've been fucking trying to do that for the past four years You know, I'm like, you know, dude, my son's lying No, he's old enough You know, he, you know, he's old enough to fucking, you know Realize that, you know what, hey, maybe Santa's not real You know, but fucking, you know, my parents are fucking working hard for, Or my dad's fucking working hard for this shit, you know 
Yeah. Man, it's fucking busting his ass, you know, for this shit. Or, you know, for the fucking Easter basket. This and that. No, fuck it. Let's just get, you know, or, or the fucking Tooth Fairy, you know? Like, not even that. I didn't even get that shit, dude. Where the fuck is my credit? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm it just comes saying. when they're older, dude. When, when they're parents, that's when they're gonna look back and be like, "Man, this is what my parents used to have to go." I'm gonna, through, you know, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna quote the grand philosopher Anthropos. <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah, there you go. Boom. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's for them. It isn't. It isn't. I, that's, that's why you give up any right to fucking tell them how to decorate the tree, fool. That's why you mm. give up any right to fucking select the tree in uh, the first place. I told Anakin yeah, earlier. Yeah, I deserve credit too, fool. <laughs> no, you no, don't. You know what no. your fucking credit is? Your credit is that beautiful fucking smile and their fucking shining eyes. That little fucking glistening in their fucking eyes when they open up that present, bro. That you guys fucking, fucking make parenting so feel, fucking difficult. It feels like shit, huh? Yeah, like, that's hey, it. Hey, that's hey. It. All I'm saying is, I never got that glistening in my eye, fool. Where the fuck is my glistening in my eye? <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy this little gift and tell him from Santa. All right, I need to buy you a fucking Christmas tree, a real one. Hey, I'm gonna fucking get this for a good. I don't gift. have room for it. <laughs> a delirium glass would be nice to go with the fucking Fuck you, I delirium. You know. Yeah, yeah, bitch. But where's my sister? Oh I, need, I need a sister to pour this bitch in. You know? Are you just saying you're tired of Belgian nails? <laughs> Okay, but this is a seasonal treat, you know. I appreciate I, I appreciate what he got for us, dude. You know, it's different, you know, it's not by the brewery. You know, it's, it's not different. By the brewery. He just doesn't different. want another lump of coal, even though it wasn't that bad because I was still that pretty was delicious, good. Beer. Actually. Yeah. It's all right. It was an okay stout. Not right stout. Oh. <laughs> dude, I'm done. I'm Let's fucking do this. done. I'm, done. Jesus I'm gonna point Christ. at your beer and point at your face. <laughs> point, point at your beer and point at your face. <laughs> Let's fucking do this. Here we are. This is a great fucking right. episode, guys. Thanks Holy for fucking shit. coming in. Thank you yeah, guys. dude, it's fucking four fucking fifty six, dude. The sun is about to rise here, you know. So, yeah, I think we're done here. This is good. It goes with the rise of the Skywalker thing. Holy fuck. Okay, this has been fucking episode twenty three of Wasted Content. Thank you all for fucking bearing with us. Jesus Christ, <laughs> shit, quite a fucking journey here. Wait, 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 wait. We haven't discussed Baby Yoda yet. Oh, know? my God. Dude, shut the fuck up about Baby Yoda. This was oh, I'm sorry. Place. Okay. The child. The child. The child. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. My name is Anthropos. Thanks for joining us. Ass. <laughs> there you go. Ass face. I'm Ozymandias. Or Gasmatar. Fucking A, guys. All right, man. Have a good night. Ass face. Thank you. Peace. Peace.